94.5 W233DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. The Kremlin is flexing its muscle. Russian President Putin today declared martial law in the four regions of Ukraine that he claims Moscow has annexed. He also gave additional emergency powers to the heads of all regions of Russia. The declaration came as Russian military strikes have caused massive blackouts across Ukraine. President Biden today expected to release additional oil from the nation's strategic reserve. Top administration officials say President Biden will announce the release of another 15 million barrels from the strategic oil reserve as part of the response to the OPEC-plus nations making production cuts. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre responds to people who say Biden's action is an election ploy. Should the president not do everything that he can to lower prices? Uh, should he not continue to keep his prime promise to give American people a little bit of breathing room? Officials say the president is expected to also open the door to undetermined additional releases this winter in an effort to keep prices down. Tim McGuire, Washington. We've heard from the parents of a 15-year-old boy accused of killing five people in North Carolina. Alan and Elise Thompson issued the statement yesterday acknowledging the pain caused by their son Austin, expressing grief for the five killed on Thursday, including their other son, 16-year-old James. Our son Austin inflicted immeasurable pain on the Raleigh community, and we are overcome with grief for the innocent lives lost, the statement said. The Thompsons also say they'll help investigators understand what happened, but have questions themselves. Authorities have not discussed motive for the shooting. The gunman remains hospitalized in critical condition besides killing his own brother. Authorities accuse him of killing an off-duty officer and three women. I'm Julie Walker. More on these stories at townhall.com. Losing your family's home movies and photos would be devastating. That's why Legacy Box exists. To preserve your family's recorded moments digitally, ensuring they're safe forever. Think of the time and money your family invested to capture family vacations, birthdays, even your wedding. Recording a lifetime of memories was a commitment. Camcorders cost thousands, and cameras required film and development. Legacy Box is the final step to preserve your family's past. Thankfully, it doesn't require another big investment. Legacy Box is safe, simple, and affordable. Over one million families have trusted Legacy Box to convert their analog media to digital. You owe it to your family to safeguard your memories. Become your family's hero and save them before it's too late. For a limited time, Legacy Box is offering an exclusive discount when you go to LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. After a frosty start, sunshine will push temperatures back into the mid-50s this afternoon, expecting things to be a bit breezy, so it may feel chilly even as we get into the later part of the day. Tonight, temperatures back down into the 30s, a little bit of patchy frost possible, but less widespread. By the time we get into Thursday afternoon, back into the 50s, into the 60s for Friday. That's your latest early warning forecast. I'm meteorologist Mike Slifer from Channel 3 Eyewitness News. 44 in Norwich, 50 in New London. Good morning, I'm Marty Hausberger. The Norwich City Council doesn't want town manager John Salamone to retire, even though he wants to. So they're giving him an incentive to stick around a little longer. The council has amended his contract that gives him incentives to stay past December 31st. They're giving Salamone an extra week's vacation and paying some insurance premiums. Pride flags have been removed from classrooms in Stonington. That has some parents upset. 
and they want a special school board meeting to address the removal. School policy forbids displays of political materials, but the complaining parents say pride flags are not political. Over $300,000 has been raised for the two Bristol police officers killed last week while responding to a domestic disturbance call. That money has been donated to multiple online sites that are collecting cash for the families of Sergeant Dustin DeMonte and Officer Alex Hamsey. The officers apparently were ambushed by Nicholas Brutcher outside his family's home uh, last Wednesday night. Mostly sunny, breezy, 55 today, 44 in Norwich at 10.05. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. It's time for the number one talk show of eastern Connecticut and southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now, here's Stu Breyer. Morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. It's a pleasure to start things off today with uh, Dr. Nadine Garcia, President and CEO of Trust for America's Health on the State of Obesity Reports. Nadine, good morning to you. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Stu. Pleasure to be with you. First of all, we, I've been talking a lot about you know, coming on the program, and people are saying, well, what exactly, uh, when do you feel you're overweight or, or obese? What, what is that line what is the poundage that makes you obese yeah it's a good question Stu. so you know obesity means that an individual's um, body fat and their body fat distribution is at a higher level than what's considered to be healthy um, and the way that that's measured uh, is uh, often through the body mass index which is really a measure of weight related to height um, so uh, when what we describe obesity um, for adults that is a body mass index uh, that's at 30 or above um, and for children um, because of their growth and development it's measured more so in percentiles and so overweight is when it's at the 95th percentile uh, or above it's really important that you have these reports because uh, make people more aware uh, it's a tough thing not to eat too much. Um, do you feel that it's more psychological than cravings? or uh, And why are we uh, continuing to gain weight in this country year by year? Yes, well, what you've um, highlighted, you know, with... Uh, the report that, that Trust for America's Health released, the State of Obesity Report, is really showing that obesity continues to be really a serious health problem in the United States. And we're continuing, as you noted, to see rising rates of obesity. And that's really across population groups. And when you really see that across various groups, it, it really is highlighting and underscoring uh, that obesity is not caused by one single factor. It's really a combination of factors. And it uh, importantly includes a lot of structural, uh, social, and economic factors that are even beyond a personal choice. And so when we think about how to address obesity, which is a complex health condition, it involves more than individual behavior. It's also assuring that the conditions in communities, the structural and social and economic conditions in communities actually help to promote health and make healthy eating and access to physical activity a healthy and easy choice and, and an opportunity for all. How do you take this uh, poll, Nadine? Obviously, you don't go door to door with a, a scale. Um, you just ask people how much they weigh on the telephone, or how does that work? 
So this, in this report, uh, we analyzed uh, the data from uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Um, there are national level data as well as state level data. In the national level data, um, there is a survey that actually does indeed um, measure um, height and weight where um, there are um, staff that do go around the country doing that height and weight measurements as well as other health assessments to be able to gather information around the health status in the nation and does a sampling of, of individuals across the nation. When it refers to the state uh, level data, that's a different uh, methodology uh, where it's it's really through self-reporting, uh, through survey and self-report. Um, and we find actually that um, individuals tend to over, uh, overestimate their height, underestimate their weight, so you may see some differences between the state-level data and the national data. Uh, but what we uh, found when we look at these data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is that now nationally, more than 4 in 10 adults have obesity, and uh, it, the obesity rates are also increasing among children and adolescents where nearly 20% of all children uh, between the ages of 2 to 19 have obesity. 40% is an incredible number, Nadine. It's, uh, you know, it took me back when I read that. That seems like a, a problem that's uh, getting worse. Does being um, shut in with the COVID have something to do with it? Yeah, you know, when you just highlighted, for example, that these rates that we're seeing nationally among, amongst adults when we look at this across states, um, we now see that 19 states have adult obesity rates that are either at or above 35%. And so that's increased from the previous year where it was 16 states. And if you put that into context in terms of the trend, there was no state in the country that had an adult obesity rate above 35% just a decade ago. Mm. Uh, when, we, when we talk about um, the implications of, of obesity, um, it can have inc carry increased risk of other serious health conditions like type 2 diabetes or heart disease, uh, stroke, and many cancers. And so that's why it's important really for us as a nation to be addressing obesity and assuring uh, that we're helping to advance the policies and programs, again, that will make access to healthy and affordable nutritious foods as well as physical activity accessible and affordable for everyone. So, Nadine, there's about a million diet books. If you go in the bookstore, you can lose weight just by going up and down the rows. So um, do you recommend any particular diet, or um, what's your strategy? Well, you know, Stu, and, and, and let me come to your question, too, around the, the pandemic, you know, so that it it, it um, highlights understanding that obesity, is, it's a complex uh, health condition, and it, it really involves more than just individual behavior or um, having access to specific diets. You know, we saw, we have seen through the context of the pandemic uh, that the impacts of the pandemic, actually obesity worsened. Um, you know, households where families were struggling to make ends meet uh, meant that they met, might not have had access to the healthy foods, um, but instead had access to affordable foods that could be lower in nutritional value. Uh, we saw, for example, with regards to students who may get their lunches in school with the school closures uh, that they had less access to um, those, those school meals, and often school meals are some of the healthiest sources of nutrition uh, for our students. And so um, food insecurity uh, for households, families is a serious issue. Uh, so when we talk about addressing 
uh, obesity, uh, while there are steps that you can take in as an individual to try to have a healthy and well-balanced and um, nutritious uh, diet, it's also important that we're really addressing these broader social and economic conditions to ensure that families can afford healthy, nutritious meals, and that communities are designed that actually, in a way that promotes health and well-being, such as having biking paths and walking paths and safe playgrounds and parks for kids to play in, uh, having active transportation in communities, and therefore it promotes uh, those opportunities for health and well-being and makes that the easy choice as opposed to uh, being inaccessible for far too, fam- too many families. Well, it's interesting because even more than ever now, the price of food has gone up, and uh, it seems like the better the food that's good for for us, the more expensive it is. And those who are having financial situations, they've got to buy the stuff that's more fattening, as more sodium, and um, could you address that? Seems to be a yeah. problem. Yeah. Yes, and that, and and what you're what you're highlighting is those types of of systematic barriers, right? To to, to um, healthy eating, and that's um, being able to afford healthy and nutritious foods. And so, our, you know, in our policy recommendations in our report, we actually highlight, for example, ensuring uh, that uh, the, the, the food assistance programs, um, which we've seen play such a critical role, for example, during the pandemic, that we really strengthen that safety net with regards to food assistance programs. If there are families or individuals who, are, who um, really are, are facing financial hardships, that they have access to those types of federal nutrition assistance programs to be able to meet their nutritional needs. Uh, we need to also increase and improve the quality of um, uh, our nutrition standards across uh, programs across in, within schools, again, so that access to those healthy and nutrition, nutritious foods is available uh, to all. And we should also be really working to end what we see as unhealthy food marketing to children, you know, by closing some of the tax loopholes or business cost deductions that we see on advertising unhealthy foods and beverages to young people, and uh, unfortunately, we see actually that a lot of times that advertising is is directed uh, in particular to children of color, and we know that there are significant racial and ethnic disparities in obesity, again, that really are rooted um, in inequitable uh, systems, you know, whether that's poverty or food insecurity and housing instability, um, these types of issues also contribute to the disparities that we see uh, in communities of color as well as lower income communities. What about school lunches? There was a you know a big uh, promotion with having more nutritional food and school lunches, more salads, and of course it was objected by a lot of people because, you know, we, we love the taste of the other things. Uh, are we making any progress there? Well, you know, the School meals, uh, as I noted earlier, actually for many children are um, the healthiest source of nutrition that they in a day. And what we experienced in in the pandemic is actually uh, that Congress um, made healthy school meals for all students, regardless of income, uh, available during the um, during the pandemic. And unfortunately, that provision has now expired. So in this school year. Um, there is no longer this um, healthy school meals for all students, and that means that millions of kids um, may not have access to those meals, may be hungry um, during the course of the school day, and that has impact uh, with regards to their quality of learning and being able to learn. 
uh, and, and their academic achievement, as well as certainly their own health and well-being. And so certainly we recommend that making healthy school meals for all students should really be a permanent policy and that we should continue to strengthen school nutrition standards uh, because that is a really a key opportunity when we focus on obesity prevention. There, there are many programs um, that really are proven obesity prevention programs, but as a nation we are not putting them into work into many communities because of lack of funding. And so that really calls upon our policymakers in Congress, uh, at the state and local level, to really provide the funding for these proven obesity prevention programs to assure that they can be um, uh, uh, funded in all communities, all states, to be able to address obesity. How bad is us? Is it for us who go on food binges and then go on crash diets? Is that a very unhealthy thing? Well, you know, I think one of the things that is, is really important when we speak about obesity is, is really about, is about health and healthy, uh, healthy weight and um, that healthy weight really through healthy eating and having kind of that balanced diet of fruits and vegetables, grains, and, and uh, understanding the balance of those to help promote health and well-being. And I think that, you know, we see this, for example, even for people who face food insecurity where um, they may have access to food at, at some particular point and then not have enough food to lead a healthy lifestyle. And so you see these fluctuations. And so that can cause um, challenges with regards to being able to maintain a healthy weight and then being at risk for other health conditions. And so that's really something, too, that people, an individual or family should be consulting with their health care provider with regards to how to maintain that healthy weight. Um, you know, what, what is the type of recommendations as far as you know, um, ensuring that they're having a, a well-balanced and, and healthy um, healthy diet. We go to doctors, but are there really a lot of health care providers that can uh, help people just on that subject? Sometimes you go to a doctor, they don't even mention what have you been eating, what are you doing, you know, that kind of thing. Well, that's an important part about the role that all sectors really have to play uh, in addressing uh, obesity. It's certainly our, our, not only our public health and through our health departments, but also uh, with regards to the health care sector, employers, transportation, education, and others. And when we think about specifically within health care, the importance of actually doing that training and education of our health care providers, of, of um, assuring that they can provide that uh, nutrition counseling, addressing obesity prevention, as well as treatment. And um, that may be from the healthcare provider themselves or the types of support services that they refer their patients to. So it's certainly an important role for the healthcare sector to also improve the education and training for providers to be able to address um, uh, the needs, nutritional needs for their patients, but also to assure that there are those type of services um, that are connected to the healthcare system to help support patients with, as I mentioned, nutrition counseling and obesity management and treatment. What do you recommend for people who are lived with loved ones who are very overweight and uh, naturally you don't want to humiliate them and um, there must be a certain way you can say, you know, I, I'm worried about your health and it's people and it's not politically correct to say, boy, you should lose weight. Uh, how do you handle that? Well, you're, you're pointing out an important issue, which is um, the stigma that exists around weight and even, you know, weight-based discrimination that takes place. And, and that's a serious issue. Uh, you know, we know that people who um, are, are stigmatized or, or um, discriminated against because of their weight, uh, it can lead to um, 
impact, for example, their job opportunities. Um, it has impacts uh, in education with regards to, to um, uh, their ability to um, feel like they can uh, be learning in a supportive and inclusive environment to even the quality of health care that they receive. And so it's important uh, that we don't blame an individual for mm-hmm. um, having obesity um, because, again, as I, I noted earlier, this really involves much more than individual behavior. And, and so being encouraging, being supportive, and understanding that it's about um, one's overall health and well-being is really important. And being able to do things like when we talk about physical activity, again, you know, speaking to your health care provider about um, uh, ensuring that you can engage safely in, in physical activity. And if you can, it's, it's really about moving more, sitting less, and, and not so much saying it's about your physical appearance. And so uh, we just want to ensure that the type of language that we use and the way that we support people who do have obesity, that it doesn't blame the person or the individual, but really provides a supportive environment for them uh, to be able to uh, access the resources and supports that they need. But again, this is going to really involve, when we think about solving the obesity crisis, it's going to take us not only thinking about this on a one-to-one level, but really thinking about this from a broader systems level um, to ensure that uh, the conditions and and the resources in neighborhoods and communities really help to support people uh, and ensure that they they have access to healthy choices and have access to affordable, healthy nutrition and um, the ability to engage in physical activity. You know, Dr. Asker, sometimes I see people who are very rude and crude to others who are uh, overweight, as we alluded to, and instead of, uh, you know, they say, okay, I'm going to lose weight, they lose uh, s- such a feeling of feeling inadequate that sometimes they eat more. I've noticed that with people. Yes, indeed. That, that stigma um, certainly can make people feel very isolated. Um, and can have mental health impacts as well as physical health impacts, which is why it's so important, um, again, to not blame an individual uh, with regards um, to, to having obesity and understanding uh, that it's a chronic condition, uh, but one that can be treated and prevented and helped to, to be addressed. And so uh, it's really inappropriate to be assigning blame to people, uh, individuals who have obesity just for their weight. Uh, and so the more that we do really to be able to assure that there are resources that exist in communities to be able to help support people, to be understanding, and for this to, to really take a whole society approach towards addressing um, what what's at the root causes with regards to um, uh, obesity is really important. Um, but you're pointing out really some important things about um, feelings of, of anxiety, feelings of depression and isolation uh, because they are being uh, discriminated against um, because of their weight. And when we understand this to be a much broader issue in terms of far too many people who uh, either may not have the ability to pay for um, these types of healthy and nutritious foods, or they may live in communities where um, they just don't have access to, you know, being in parks and playgrounds or or, um, uh, engaging in physical activity in a safe and convenient way. We have to really think about how is it that we can help encourage and support and design communities um, such that it makes that healthy choice the easy, accessible, and affordable choice. I certainly understand why a lot of young people are uh, heavier than they used to be. When we were kids, we didn't hang around the house all day with uh, computers and this and that. And uh, you don't see a lot of kids out playing and moving around. 
some for safety reasons, some because they're just so we're just so tied up in all the uh, computer stuff. Um, so that's probably one of the reasons. Well, and and that's in part too where where we really promote that um, that active um, lifestyle, and whether it's through active transportation and the design of communities. That's why again, it's such an important part of thinking about um, other sectors that have a role to play with regards to addressing. Uh, obesity in our nation and so for example whether you have parks and playgrounds and biking paths and walking paths in communities uh, that's a critical way uh, to help support that but also in our schools as you're noting having physical education and ensuring uh, that in even as early as early child care early um, early education childhood education settings um, that there's uh, physical activity integrated throughout the day um, for uh, our, our our nation's children, and that's important um, because we know that any physical activity, you know, that that, that having that physical activity is going to have some health benefit. And so, um, their physical activity guidelines, for example, with regards to the amount of um, physical activity that's recommended for youth through adults, and and that's important because that physical activity is also going to carry with it both short and long term health benefits the physical health benefits of helping to prevent certain chronic um, health conditions or help to reduce the progression of certain chronic health conditions, as well as even the mental health benefits, you know, helping to um, to reduce uh, anxiety, helping to reduce symptoms of depression, um, and just really helping to promote uh, mental health and well-being. So we need to assure that those types of settings uh, promoting physical activity, uh, even in our educational settings like schools and early childhood education centers, is important. Are there any particular foods that, and, and we've had nutritious on, nutritionists on in the past, that that um, we really should avoid completely, or types of foods? Well, we don't make specific um, food recommendations. It's really, you know, some of the guidelines that um, it, that that uh, that. Uh, individuals and families can follow where there are dietary guidelines for Americans and um, in particular it's talking about the balance of fruits and vegetables, grains and protein and dairy uh, that exists within the diet and for certain individuals um, you, there may be certain uh, dietary requirements that you have. Again, those are conversations to have uh, with uh, your health care provider um, but we know as well that um, you know there are certain um, uh, areas that we can make improvements on to increase, whether that's reducing um, uh, content of sugar or reducing sodium uh, in um, foods so that, again, we can try to prevent some of these chronic health conditions, whether that's um, type 2 diabetes, uh, heart disease, and so making recommendations that we really work to improve our nutrition standards. Um, or even, for example, um, taxing, uh, putting excise taxes on sugar-sweetened mm-hmm. beverages um, to be able to reduce um, uh, that uh, the sugar-sweetened beverage consumption. You know, we've seen some cities around the country that have 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 integrated these types of taxes on sugar-sweetened beverages, and then take the the revenues from that and put it into um, health-related uh, programs, uh, whether that's. Uh, helping to provide food assistance relief or actually putting it into early childhood education programs to help support children's edu- education. Um, these are the ways in which we can think about how we help to work to promote um, uh, access mm-hmm. to healthy foods, but also um, really improving nutritional quality for, for all Americans. 
Tissy, you definitely approve uh, breastfeeding for babies. Yes, absolutely. Expanding support for maternal and child health, including breastfeeding, which we know has both short and long-term health benefits, both for moms and for infants, is really important, in particular, including uh, with regards to uh, reducing risk of, of uh, childhood obesity. And so providing those supports uh, so that mothers can engage in breastfeeding uh, is, is one that uh, is, a, is an important policy recommendation, one uh, that can be encouraged in healthcare settings that employers can also be um, supportive of. Uh, hospitals with regards to promoting that as baby-friendly hospitals and ensuring that moms have the resources and supports that they need to, to be able to begin um, uh, breastfeeding for uh, their infants. That's another important um, uh, strategy uh, with regards to promoting healthy weight. Just a couple of other things, and I'm glad that you're on with us today. Very important subject. Maybe we can save some lives as well, but uh, some people say, well, it's, uh, it's in the gene. You see some families, and they're all... Uh, very much overweight, and you think, well, see, it's in the gene, but I guess it's um, it carries on eating habits from generation to generation. Is that basically it? Well, you know, actually, I would say that obesity is is, is a it's a complex disease, and it really has um, a combination of factors. You know. That, that contribute to, to obesity. There are genetic and biological factors, but there are also important um, structural, economic, um, societal factors that contribute to, to obesity. As we just described earlier, mm-hmm. factors such as food insecurity or poverty. Um, you know, poverty is a strong predictor uh, of obesity uh, because if you if you don't have the ability to afford um, healthy, nutritious food, you're you're, you're only purchasing foods that may be high in calories um, and low in nutritional value, but they're the foods that are affordable uh, to you. Uh, if you have housing instability, if you don't have access to quality health care, uh, we know for communities of color, structural racism that has created inequities across communities that mm-hmm. have lead to these higher rates of poverty and food insecurity and housing instability, these factors all increase risk uh, as it relates uh, to obesity. And so, uh, again, it's important for us as we think about how we address this crisis that we have to address it from that broader systemic level. It's, it's not solely about individual behavior or genetics. While those are contributing factors, that really some of the uh, um, even more significant factors are, are what we describe across these environmental factors. And the fact that we're seeing this across population groups really underscores that. And let me tie that, Stu, then to, you know, some of the recommendations that we have about how we move forward is we as a nation really haven't been spending uh, um, uh, what we should on on obesity prevention given the magnitude of the problem. We should be increasing, you know, our federal lawmakers should be increasing funding uh, for CDC's National Center on Chronic Disease Prevention so that we can assure that funding uh, is sufficient to be able to get proven obesity prevention programs to work in, in, in every state. Um, right now, for example, one of the leading obesity prevention programs, there's only sufficient funding to fund 16 states across the country for that obesity prevention Ooh, funding uh, program. Good. So Congress should really be increasing the level of funding for CDC uh, for its chronic disease center so that it can fund all 50 states and the territories to be able to have access to these proven obesity prevention programs and then prioritize those communities where the need is greatest to address 
in particular, the health disparities we'll see in, we mm-hmm. see in those communities. Nadine, you're a great spokesperson, so leave us here. It's, it's October 19th. Many of certainly know when we're overweight, we have trouble walking upstairs, we're not, we don't have the agility. On this very day, what should be the first thing we should start to do to make things better? So I would say one is, is recognizing, yes, it's about how, how we can uh, address um, health, uh, having access to healthy food, having uh, the ability to engage in physical activity, really addressing some of these broader systems issues so that it's a healthy choice an easy choice for all communities. Yes, as an individual, that you know, taking the opportunity to um, look at and, and, and speak with, again, your healthcare provider with regards to um, ways in which, especially if you have limited mobility, um, how you can still work to try to be able to engage in a level of physical activity to promote health and well-being. But you can also take a role and be an active voice in really helping to advocate um, for the systems that are going to be able to really address these broader environmental factors that contribute to obesity and whether that's getting engaged, ensuring that all our kids have access to healthy school meals, making sure that we have proven obesity prevention programs funded uh, in all communities, uh, or that we assure that if, if families are having financial hardships, that those those food assistance programs, that the benefits are at a level that are sufficient to really meet a family's needs. Those are some of the ways that uh, we can address the broader systems levels issues that's really then going to help us to have uh, an ability to actually start to reverse the the trend with regards to obesity in our country. Thank you so much. Are there um, places we can look to get more information on it, all types of issues regarding obesity? Yes, absolutely. You can visit our website at Trust for America's Health, and the website is tfah at dot org. Again, that's tfah or tifa dot org. O-R-G. Well, thank you for the information. I think uh, hopefully we can all, and I know through my life I've had ups and downs with uh, the poundage. I'm trying to keep the same level now, but I know it's not easy, particularly at 8 o'clock at night when there's something downstairs that uh, looks mighty good. So we're going to do the best we can. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Stu. A pleasure to speak with you. Pleasure to speak with you, too. Thank you. Take care. Stu Breyer with the WICH, bringing attention to some research that's just been done, which is astounding. The percentage of people in this country, I can't tell you about other countries that are overweight, which is, of course, not good for your health and that's the best thing to do is take care of your health. You can have a lovely car and a house and whatever. It doesn't mean anything if your health isn't good. We'll be right back. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Rebound. Loose puck. Score! The Huskies win! The ice bus rolls on. Shoot! Score! Empty netter! Closes the door! Huskies will win it! Catch all the action all season long on your home for UConn hockey. Catch many of the UConn Husky hockey games right here on 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH.
Why are you looking so happy? Because I'm ready. Ready for what? Ready for anything. ACDC Industrial Electric just serviced my Generac generator. Actually, they serviced most other major brands. Did they have parts? Did they have parts? ACDC Industrial Electric has the largest parts department in all of Eastern Connecticut and Westerly, Rhode Island. I mean, they don't just sell you a generator? Just sell? Are you kidding? They do consultation. Okay. Installation. Okay. Upgrade. All right. Repairs. I get it. Warranty work. Parts. They're great. I know. 24-7 emergency service. ACDC Industrial Electric and Generac generators won't leave you in the dark. ACDC Industrial Electric is the area's only factory authorized servicing dealer for Generac generators up to 1,000 kilowatts. We sell and service RV and marine generators too for installation, parts, and warranty for peace of mind with a Generac generator. Talk to Charlie at ACDC Industrial Electric. Call 860-866-ACDC or visit acdcindustrial.com. ACDC Industrial Electric. We won't leave you in the dark. It's at 8 o'clock at night, something comes on the television and it says, you're craving food. Uh, leave me alone. Our number is 860 This portion of our program is an open forum. Any topic, if you want to talk about the topic that we discussed with Nadine, I think we've all had those struggles. And some people just are naturally thin. And some people are too thin. You know how that works. And uh, you wonder why they eat everything. But the metabolism deal. But, you know, one of the big components of uh, trying to give yourself the best chance and be healthy is uh, to keep the weights down and not way over. Sure, we have 30 seconds to tell you that drivers who switch to Progressive could save big. But then what? Well, there is a nice piece of stock music playing behind me that a talented composer worked really hard on. So let's enjoy it. almost overshadows the saving big when you switch to progressive part. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. In 2020, Ms. Olsen and her colleagues in Hartford voted into law the Police Accountability Act. Removing qualified immunity allows anyone to file lawsuits against our heroes serving in law enforcement, leaving our community more vulnerable and our fellow citizens less protected. I say enough is enough. It's time for a change. This November 8th, vote Pietro Rocchi Camardella for State Senate. My name is Pietro Rocchi Camardella, and I have approved this message. Paid for by Rocky for CT9. Rocky's been on our program, and wow, how close are we to midterms now? Just sneaking up. Fox News commentary. An airline passenger is asking for reparations after being wedged between two obese roommates on a flight. Reparations might be a little extreme, but the lady might have a point. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Democrats predicted an end to high inflation, but nothing has changed. In fact, food and housing prices are still going higher. High. This is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings from inflation by diversifying into a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, simply text the word SHELTER to 989898, and you'll get a free info kit on gold IRAs that will explain everything. Again, that's SHELTER to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. 
Stuck between two obese passengers on her three-hour American Airlines flight, fellow passenger Dr. Sydney Watson had enough. In a series of tweets, she went all the way off, saying, in essence, it's okay if someone wants to be fat, but it's not okay to force others to be sandwiched in between. She also mentioned she asked her fellow passenger's brother to swap seats, to which he smirked and said no. Parts of her rant were harsh, but she brought up a valid point. Why should she have to pay full price for the quarter of her own seat she had to smash into when her two roommates took up the entire space? But American Airlines responded to her tweet, saying their passengers come in all shapes and sizes and essentially too bad, too sad. Was she rather aggressive and mean-spirited? Yes. Do I agree with her demand for reparations? No. But as a frequent flyer, I will say this. It is rather unfair to pay an arm and a leg for plane tickets and then have someone else's arms and legs in your purchase space. I'm Tommy Laren. Well, that's an interesting story, isn't it, huh? Can't imagine them weighing people when they get on the plane. But it can be uncomfortable. I, I understand. It's. There was a case just recently in the news. Uh, WICH... Pretty nice day as it warms up. Chilly morning, but getting better. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. Want to hear some folksy wisdom from the farm? Farm girl. Oh, uh, how are you going to keep them down in the farm? What you got? Oh, boy, I would give anything to be on a real farm. I'd rather be surrounded by a thousand cows and a thousand houses, but that's me. But anyway, um, you know what? Uh, I believe the food that we eat and, and that we pick to put in our mouths is what is making us heavy. And I am not talking about just potato chips. Everybody should read the label and pick non-GMO. Because a long time ago, if everybody remembers, 60s, 70s, even 80s, a lot of people, most people were just slim. But they started allowing the GMO food into the food chain in America, mind you. And then everybody started getting heavy. And I even said, what is going on? I noticed it in the 90s. I said, there's got to be some additive in the food. And then you find out, oh, yeah, GMO and Monsanto uh, making that. And then they hightailed it out of um, America. I think Bayer actually bought it overseas but you know what in foreign countries gmo seeds are not allowed and in foreign countries when you see pictures you don't see a lot of heavy people over there now i know even mexico because i was reading about it is trying to boycott or block um gmo corn seeds from coming down there because you know they they make a lot of corn flour and everything is made out of corn and they don't want our gmo junk and i do not blame them but yeah other foreign countries ban it that susan susan there all right i'm not going to argue with gmo i'm not an expert on it but there are so many other ingredients that one wonders why they have to be in there oh yeah, I mean, like high of, fructose corn syrup. I mean, lots of stuff. I that, mean, really? It's like, you really, see, that's the whole thing. You have to read the labels. You know, and if when you, you have, read the labels. You have all day to shop, I guess you can, yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I do. And even my husband, he's starting to look at the cereal boxes now. Oh, GMO ingredients, great. I mean, he, he is. He's starting to get upset about it because of what he knows. Um, and, you know, not not to rehash things, but, you know, yesterday when everyone was talking about nuclear bombs and everything and atomic bombs and, and using them against another country, there's one thing people have to remember. 
when we dropped the bombs on Nagasaki and Hiroshima, there wasn't any other countries that could launch one at us. We were the only ones that had them. Now, if if um, we, like I know Zelensky wants one, it's like, and then Russia would blame America for giving it to them because they don't have one right now. Oh, there's a lot of countries, China, Russia, Pakistan, I think even India. There's a lot of countries, maybe North Korea too. They all have nuclear bombs that they can lob back at us. It's like, don't go wishing for something that gonna, you don't want to happen to you. I'm certainly not going to be the aggressor with throwing out a nuclear bomb. No, but Zelensky wanted one. He wanted it for his protection. And who to him? America. I mean, I don't know if England has um, not. I don't think well, it's so. Not, it's not happening. America would be the one. <clears throat> That's not happening in the Ukraine. I wouldn't worry about that. They're not. You, you know, and then this thing on releasing the oil—that is really, really dumb. Because our oil reserves, like Rubio said, they're going way down. And we're going to have to refill them. Who are we going to refill them from? We, we should be refilling them from our own American oil in our ground. And he'll probably buy it for an extreme price of some weirdo foreign country. Well, it's like... You're right. We should be getting it. It's right well, here. Yeah. We've got enough. Yep, I don't right. think it's going to do anything drastic Right our from climate. our own, and that's my opinion. The, the wackiest thing I heard this morning from New York, listening to <clears throat> Eric Adams laugh about smelling marijuana on the streets. He thinks it's great. He does well. What a wacko! There you go. That's who you I vote know. for. The, the, right. the world is going kooky, and nope. we're in it. That's the unfortunate thing right now. All right, buddy. Thank you. Okay. The world is going kooky, but we, you know, it's, we've had kooky times before. As uh, Billy Joel sang, we didn't start the fire, and he lists a whole lot of things that have happened through the years, and uh, hopefully we'll get through this too. We're rooting for us. It's interesting, the, uh, and once again, I don't blame migrants for coming and getting the royal treatment in some places, you know, putting them up in hotels and special tents and taking care of this. But when you're thinking about the homeless veterans who don't get that kind of treatment, it can get you a little upset. Or a lot. Here's the weather. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly sunny, breezy today, only 55. Another cold night tonight with some patchy frost possible in the quiet corner as we dip to 32 to 37 inland, 39 to 43 along the shore. Sunny, breezy, another cool day tomorrow, 57, but then sunny and a little more normal on Friday with a high of 63. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Protect your family, protect your farm. FarmSafe 811 reminds you to never assume location or depth of underground pipelines and utilities. Always contact 811. Learn more at FarmSafe811.org. All opinions are welcome on this program. If you're new to it, how do you do? Nice to meet you. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Sue. Good morning. 
The president declared the pandemic over about a week and a half to two and a half weeks ago. <clears throat> yeah. But I have a friend in New York that had it this spring. Oh, my God. And I've got a foster cousin in Maine that has it right now. So it's like the flu. you got to be careful. I just got tested. I just had, I felt like it was coming on for the last couple of weeks. So I tested myself at home um, last week. And then I became asthmatic, and urgent care tested me, and that was negative. Mm-hmm. So I qualified for a PCR test for people with lung problems, and I just got back from my appointment, and I wore my mask as a precaution. It's still here, COVID, and yep. uh, people get different types of cases when they get it, so you never... And I, I recommend a mask in the fall and winter. Um, <clears throat> it protects you anyway. It protects your face from the cold, Um and if you're a carrier, it, it, it you know you don't create it for other people and so on. Well, that's a good point um, that you're making. I'm you know I, a lot of people now I'm putting on the mask because they think, oh, I'm going to look foolish because most people are walking around without it. But I don't think that. I think they think they're both they're what do you call it? Immune to it. Um, I think they think they're not going to get it. You know, they might think there's a lot of different reasons. I'm sure. It depends on the person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wore my mask this morning as a precaution. Good. And but when you schedule it online with your pharmacy, it's through the drive-up. So you're able to, they give you the uh, swab, they give you a tube, you open the tube, mm-hmm. and you put the swab in each nostril after the liquid is there, and then you put it back in the tube. I know, I've done that, yep. And then you break off the swab and close the tube back up, and you hear back in about 48 hours. Are you going to get the uh, the uh, flu shot and the other? I got that, I got that this week at, at my ahead. primary care. I'm going to get mine this week, too. Yeah, yeah I get that annually. <clears throat> Well, good. I hope all the tests are negative and uh, you're feeling better. And um, in terms of what I just heard about Zelensky wanting nuclear power, I seriously doubt that. I, I, I 100% doubt that. What Ukraine has done and what he has done is use the artillery that's been provided to his troops to um, target the main streamlines of combat from Russia. Okay, well, there's bridges it's, it's that a little, are uh, used, being used. This is this is the problem that we're having because we haven't had a newer form of um, meetings to address the crimes of war. See, Ukraine technically, according to the guidelines that they set up, isn't committing a crime. They are engaging in combat, but Russia's the one who attacked. Correct. So they're following the guidelines that were set up a long time ago. Russia is the one that's legally, supposedly, I mean, 
in violation of the regulations that were set up with these meetings. So, so when you have a dictator, they don't combat. We still have destruction. We still have the environment there being, you know, I mean, people are being killed and maimed and and buried on both sides, and it's a mess. It's a heartbreaking mess, and it's a mess that should never have happened, and where it's going to go, I have no idea. Thank you. And we we should have evaluated Vladimir Putin a long time ago. Um, Marvin was very... Marvin visited... I read his obituary. He visited five countries by the time he was 16 years old. Russia was one of those countries. He loved Russia. Yeah, I was in Russia, too. And when he found out that Republicans had stocks and certain medication drugs that caused death, he became very disillusioned this year with the whole mm-hmm. the whole shebang. Hey, got to run. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Hello. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello there, Wundermann. Hey, uh, how you doing? All right. Pretty good. Doing all yeah, right. Hey, you know the bold and the beautiful soap opera? No, I see so you watch a lot of TV. I don't. No, I don't watch it, but I was thinking of my calls. They could be called the, the silly and the serious. Oh, okay. We can do that. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, do I heard you and that, I guess, Patrice were talking about the virus, and I, I heard something kind of serious, but then they tried to downplay it, and I don't know if it's really a problem. You might have heard it, too. They said if somebody gets the original virus along with this new, brand-new variant they found, it's 80% fatal, and then they came out with a new story the next day that it's not as bad as they made it seem. Well, so. they're doing. They're trying to outlaw certain testing that um, could cause havoc if it ever got out. So they they've got to stop some of the things they're doing, and then if that got out, that would be serious. Oh, you mean experimental? Experimental, it's, just like this whole thing started with experimental stuff. As far as yeah. I'm concerned. We're lucky nothing besides, I think, Lyme disease did, but from, you know, the, the island out there, uh, New, what was that island? Um, Plum Island? Oh, yeah. Plum, We're lucky Plum nothing else got out there worse than um, Lyme disease. I believe it probably came from there. Cause well, we, we don't even know. Fly right over here. Could be. Could be. But, we don't even know for sure, but it could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, the serious, no, the, the silly and the serious. We'll stick with the serious today. All right. All right. Thanks, Stu. You're welcome. Serious and silly are welcome on this program. For nearly 20 years, it was the most common sense idea Washington refused to adopt. Give Medicare the power to negotiate with the drug companies to lower our prescription drug prices. But now, at long last, it's been signed into law. Here's Congressman Joe Courtney. Getting things done in Congress takes persistence. And persistence is how we capped the cost of life-saving insulin and have finally given Medicare the power to negotiate prescription drug prices so we lower seniors' out-of-pocket costs. It's true. Joe Courtney's winning the fight to lower prescription drug prices and reduce our health care costs. The new law Courtney helped pass caps the price of life-saving insulin at $35 a month, even penalizes drug makers who increase their prices more than the rate of inflation, driving your costs down. I'm Joe Courtney, candidate for Congress, and continuing to lower your everyday costs is my top priority, and that's why I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. 
You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Phil's Clocks and Repair is a hit. Got a great response when we had Phil on the program. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, yesterday. sir. Yes. Uh, y- yesterday. Um, how does Mr. Durham think he's going to get uh, a fair trial from Washington, D.C. and Alexandria, Virginia, um, which is 98% a Democrat? And he thinks he's going to get a prosecution against Hillary Clinton and the FBI. Once again, the jury found um, this guy guilty, or not guilty of four counts of lying to the FBI. Found the last guy not guilty, which was held in Washington, D.C. This trial yesterday was held in uh, This defense attorney was so ignorant with, with, this, with this guy. His name is Dan Chekis. They were so ignorant and knew that they had the trial one, they never called one witness. When the prosecution was done with the, with their uh, uh, with their uh, 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 case, the defense sat there and called nobody at all and said, "We're all set for the trial." Mm-hmm. Yep. This is. Did you ever see anything like that in your life? It's very unusual. Listen, no, it's not unusual. It never happened before. Mm-hmm. Okay, I follow trials. So. Okay. This is this is nothing but bought juries. Okay. Paid for more more corruption. I'll tell you, if Durham did anything, he brought up the, the corruption of the FBI. Doesn't matter that this guy was found not guilty. He brought up the corruption of the FBI and what they did and what they knew with Hillary Clinton and what they did to President Trump prior to his presidency back in 2015 and early 16. Well, allegedly they offered. What's going on today? They offered a million dollars. Look, I I don't trust the deal. I couldn't tell you for sure if uh, you know they're guilty or innocent. That certainly, uh, it's certainly a trend where there are things that look very obvious. Listen, you either lie to the FBI or you don't lie to the FBI. Mm -hmm. He proved his case that he he lied. This guy lied to the FBI. Mm -hmm. He proved his case. I followed the trial, so yeah, and nothing happened. He lied. He lied. Period. He lied to the. He, you can't have an in between. You either lie or you don't lie. And for this jury to find him guilt, not guilty of all four counts, four four of them. You know this. This is ridiculous. It really is. I don't even know why Durham is bothering bringing these cases to uh, prosecution for. He's wasting his time. Well, he's giving it a shot anyway. He's going to be uh, going into a well, oblivious. Let me tell you anything that Hillary Clinton and her clan can do. Let me tell you, if this was Republicans that were doing this stuff, they'd be in prison for thirty years. For some reason, Hillary Clinton and her clan, and and, uh, and Comey and the rest of them can uh, all get away with this corruption that's going on in our law enforcement today, and it's a disgrace, in my opinion. Thank you very much for your time, Stu. You're very welcome. I feel that she's um, probably grew up as an expert playing dodgeball, but got to go by the jury, and of course, 
defense lawyer and the prosecution, they pick the jury and um, cha-cha-cha. was the last time you did the cha-cha-cha. I tried to dance it once. I kept missing a cha. Well, I don't have time to take another call, so we'll do that after 11 o'clock. And interesting lady today, Dr. Gracia, talking about these results from a new survey about obesity in this country, which is off the charts. Very dangerous. You know, we're falling back in the education and uh, as far as being healthy, um, we're going to get on the ball. Better policies for a healthier America. Found 4 in 10 American adults have obesity, and obesity rates continue to climb nationwide within population groups. 19 states have adult obesity rates over 35%, up from 16 states. Listen, it's a tough thing. I wouldn't mind sitting around and eating all day, but, you know, something goes off in my head. Oh, it's not an easy thing. It's not easy. But when you can kind of beat it a little bit, lose some weight, feel better, exercise, makes you feel good. Right now, I don't know if the news will make you feel good, but it's up to date from Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. W233DB in Norwich. We're on AM and FM. It's now 11 o'clock. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. President Biden's vow to send Congress a bill codifying Roe v. Wade has caused a storm of protest from pro National Right to Life Committee President Carol Tobias said the president's speech calling for a codification of abortion on demand was full of misinformation. She accused the Biden administration and Democratic leaders of repeatedly vilifying and undermining the life-saving work of the pro-life movement and its millions of volunteers. She says polls repeatedly show most Americans oppose abortion on demand, even late in pregnancy. Keith Peters reporting. Former Vice President Mike Pence also weighed in with a message for President Biden, tweeting that Congress will have pro-life majorities in January. Russian President Putin is declaring martial law in the four regions of Ukraine that he claims to have annexed. He said that he'd signed a decree introducing martial law in the four, as he called the new Russian regions, basically the four Ukrainian regions, which he claimed to have annexed last month. So Donetsk, Luhansk, Zaporizhia and Kherson regions. He also said that extra powers would be given to all Russian governors, so regional leaders across Russia, and they would set up centers to boost social order to safeguard critically important facilities. That's the BBC's Steve Rosenberg. President Biden getting ready to announce the release of 15 million more barrels of oil from the U.S. Strategic Reserve. Heritage Foundation's Katie Tubb tells the Salem Radio Network it's a political ploy. It's unfortunate because that's not the purpose of the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Uh, the, the reserve is not meant to uh, help a president with his polling numbers. It, it's being abused right now. Stocks are mixed on Wall Street. More on these stories at townhall.com. 
Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. A controversial move by Australia has drawn the ire of Israeli officials. The latest from the media line's Felice Friedson. Israeli officials are angry with Australia following Canberra's decision to reverse its recognition of Jerusalem as the Israeli capital. Prime Minister Yair Lapid called the policy change rash and wrong expressing hope that the Australian government manages other matters more seriously and professionally. Australia recognized Jerusalem as Israel's capital in December of 2018, but unlike the United States, did not locate its embassy there. On Monday, Australia's ambassador was summoned to Israel's foreign ministry for a discussion, diplomatic speak for a dressing down. Australia's foreign minister said the issue of recognizing Israel's capital must be solved by the parties themselves in negotiations. I'm Felice Friedson, Town Hall News, Jerusalem. News and analysis at themedialine.org and townhall.com. Newly released government data show 11 additional people were in crashes involving vehicles using automated driving systems during a four-month period earlier this year. The deaths are part of an alarming pattern of incidents linked to the technology. Ten of the deaths involve vehicles made by Tesla, though it's unclear from the data whether the technology itself was at fault or whether driver error might have been responsible. The 11th death involved a Ford pickup truck. That's correspondent Jeremy House reporting. High inflation did not discourage air travel during the summer. United Airlines reports a $942 million profit for the third quarter. Last weekend, nearly two and a half million travelers went through checkpoints at U.S. airports, the highest number since before the pandemic. While domestic travel is up, international travel still lagging. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of eastern Connecticut and southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now, here's Stu Breyer. Thank you, Mr. Announcer. The uh, lines are for you this hour. It's an open forum, 889-5252. Welcome to the program. Good morning to you. Yeah, hi, Stu. Hi there. The last time we talked, we got cut off just before Larry come on. Oh, sorry to hear that, but I'm glad you're here now. Uh, well, what I I just seen on uh, on Fox News, uh, the one in Hartford, Channel 5, uh, 61, that mm-hmm. they're going to scrutinize what went on in Bristol, and it's going to really come down to the accountability of the of the of the police. Now, what what could they mean by that? I mean, I when I seen that, I says. Well, you're talking about the the policemen that were shot, uh, killed. Yeah, and, and they I were. I guess the way they handled it and all that. Uh, 
they're going to scrutinize what went on, and it's going to really come down to the accountability of the police department. Well, I, I mean, I would think that it had meant that uh, they're going to do it differently. They're going to have more protection because a lot of times when they're on these domestic, uh, they go there, they, they get hurt. Oh, sure. Oh, because I, I thought they were going to try to bag the cops, you know, uh, uh, in some way. But I said, geez, I said, Ooh, what the hell could they even be? Well, that, can, that can't be. No, because, I mean, these guys were, were <laughs> ambushed. Yeah, they were ambushed. They were lured into it. They wanted to kill some cops. They uh, certainly accomplished that. Yeah. Some of yeah. them got it themselves. You, you know, w- what way could they have done that? Any other way? I mean, there was three of them there, and mm-hmm. then were called to a domestic dis- dispute, more or less. Yeah, they had three people, I, unless they needed to be more secure with bulletproof vests and all. I'm not sure. Oh, 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 oh okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. But if they certainly, they, if anybody's blamed the police for that one, they, they're out of their mind. Well, you know how everything is. Yeah, I know. Oh, and, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, because when I see that, I... Man, I was taken back by that, you know. Well, now they're going to think twice. You know, somebody is in trouble, then they get the 911 call, and they go to help somebody and maybe save somebody's life, and they lose their own life to it. So uh, there's going to have to be some changes doing that. In the meantime, most of these are real, and somebody could get killed that they could help and save. So it's a tough situation. I live in Jewish City, and then from time to time, I I see we got state cops here. Uh, I see the state cops banging on the door. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, they're right in front of the door, like you see, and then, I mean, geez, they don't know what's behind the, the wall, yeah. you know? Well, it's just like a policeman when he stops somebody for speeding or something. They really don't know what... Right, what right. The, they could have a gun in a lap. And that's happened, too. <laughs> okay, uh... Okay, thank you. Hey, thank you for calling me. Thank you. Oh, man. People, you know, police don't want to be policemen anymore. Not only do they put their lives in danger, it's, um, it's a percentage of the population who does not support them, like some politicians did or do. You can always tell the uh, politicians that support the police, these are the ones they endorse when they're running, and it's pretty obvious. And there's always going to be a bad one, like there's a bad anything. For the most part, every day they go to work. I'm sure their family says, boy, I hope they come home safe. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. Hey, I just want to uh, let you know, I got a call from my oil company yesterday saying that the price of oil, they wanted to, you know, know about my delivery. I got one coming up. Mm -hmm. It's approaching $6 a gallon. Oh, God help us. $6 a gallon. Yeah, it's 5 What'd she say? Five seventy nine, as of yesterday. And she wanted to know, you know, if I wanted. I'm like on automatic delivery, and if I wanted mm-hmm. to sure. modify and probably take less oil and stuff like that, well, you know. Could she let you know about that so you won't be shocked? Oh yeah, yeah. They were nice enough to call me up and just let me know. But so, uh, I was in shock, and I guess I just want to thank um, um, our politicians. That are in office, um, Courtney and Blumenthal. I just want to thank them for, uh, you know, supporting Joe Biden and uh, and putting it to the 
the people of the United States. I mean, do you think it's right that we should have to pay this kind of money for oil? I think it's unnecessary. I think we could be drilling here, and yeah. uh, we could become independent again. I and... wish Courtney would come on and defend why it's six dollars a gallon. I mean, obviously he supports Biden. Well, you know, Biden makes the moves, and uh, Biden could say we got to start digging and do it now. But yeah. obviously he's not. He's got to kiss up to some other groups. <clears throat> right. So I hope everybody remembers this and votes against any dem I will tell you right now I would never vote for another Democrat in my life I'm 76 years old and I'm disgusted I've never seen anything as it's like we're in some kind of a bizarro world or something the things that are happening the well, police not- being killed <clears throat> the cities being burned down mm-hmm. I mean it's just do you believe this stuff that happens no I think we are in a bizarro world I, I just can't understand some of the mindset of some of the people that we elect. And I knew right away when they were talking about defunding the police that are you, I was thinking, are you crazy? Defund the police? Humiliate the police? Yeah. What about the victims? Stick, instead of bring, putting police in it, they're going to bring in social workers yeah, or whatever. Like, like, Could you yeah. imagine? You'd have dead social workers <clears throat> everywhere. I mean, there's no... It's like they've got no brains, these people. Well, I uh, I can't defend the people that you're talking about. That's all I can tell you. No, and just I, you know, everybody out there that's going to pay six dollars a gallon for home heating oil or whatever. Just remember how wonderful our current politicians are when it comes to vote. So, how much do you, are you going to need? Are you going to half a tank or what? I'm going to need. She thought I was going to need around 180 gallons. Mm-hmm. So you're approaching, you know, at six dollars a gallon. Sure. Over $1,000. All right, my friend. Uh, so what am I going to do? So can't for, let my house freeze, you know? I know. All right. You're going to be number one to take care of yourself. We, we just can hope for a warm winter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just turn the temperature and wear sweatpants all winter, I guess. So. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. I Believe me, i got to make an order very soon. I'll tell uh, you what it is when I order it. Okay. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Second hour. You know what? What? Everybody ought to send their bills to the White House. Okay, and for then oil. and then nothing will happen, and um, you won't get any more oil. No, but he'll see how much it's costing. Considering he's in a bubble, he doesn't know. He's getting all kinds of money. He don't care what's happening to us. And you know, up in New Hampshire, in the back of the USA today, in the state by state, there's actually a group up there getting together and doing a fundraiser to help pay for uh, disabled veterans' oil. Mm, That should not be going on in this country. And, you know, this um, little bit they're going to give you, everybody should be thankful, yeah, there's going to be, you know, the Social Security, um, well... We'll take it, we'll take it. Take anything, right, you know? But... When you think of all of the money, and like I said, they're giving out fancy smartphones, you know, the flat screen thing, to the immigrants, and, and the U.S., where taxpayers are paying millions a day for an illegal alien to use a phone on the U.S. 
person's dime. Okay, I know we've been through that, Susie. i got to get somebody else to break to get on. That money should be put into every senior and disabled veteran's account to pay Mm. for their oil and take that away from them. Good point. Thank you. Hi, welcome to the program. Sue Breyer. Yes, sir. Voice of Reason. Hello, Mr. Reason. What's up? Just leaving the Providence Airport. I've got your signal. Oh, good. And regarding the gentleman that called in just before Sue, I feel badly for him and anyone else that has to heat their uh, homes with fuel oil when, in fact, you're right. We could get our, get it ourselves. But here's the thing that I'm thinking of when he's talking, <clears throat> is that, number one, Joe Biden, and I'm not going to vote for him, but he is not making the decisions. It's AOC, Bernie, and some of these other people. Joe Biden is not capable of running this country. He's ruling in it. He's not running it. Certainly he's being influenced by quite a few people and uh, wants to bend to their uh, wishes. Uh, Just like I mentioned yesterday when I called in, the reserves that President Trump bought at a very low price are being used up now to try to help the Democrats get some votes on November the 8th. And this country really is going to hell. And we've got to get the people out to vote uh, and vote for a change because it's going to be a long winter. And with some of the stuff that's being done and some of the stuff that's not being done, and again, I just can't believe all the different things that have happened in the last couple of years. It's hard to believe that this is America. So you're coming from a trip or you're leaving? You're at the airport. Here's the story. I left a, a message for Marty mm-hmm. uh, because my son Todd is a scout for the Philadelphia Phillies. Oh, really? I wow. Took him, I took him to the Providence Airport because he's going out to Houston to scout that game in case Philadelphia ends up playing in the World Series. And they looked pretty good last night if you happen to see that. Yeah, game. they only gave up, uh, well, they, their, their pitcher gave up only one hit, and they shut out San Diego two to nothing. How about the Phillies, huh? Wow. How about them Phillies? <clears throat> so what I'm trying to do uh, with Todd is to see whether or not he can call in Keith or Marty Friday morning from Houston. And he said, Dad, the only issue that he might have is he might be on the plane coming back to New York or coming back to Connecticut. But uh, I left a message for Marty just before 11 telling him that uh, he might be able to get a live call in because I know that uh, Keith is uh, a big Philadelphia fan. Well, Joey's Keith would love to talk with him. That would be great. Yeah, yeah, Joey's a Philadelphia fan, and they can get it firsthand from my son Todd, who's been a pro scout with Philadelphia for the last few years. and. Uh, he's uh, he's on his way right now to Houston. Oh, good for him. Good for him. And, uh, well, I'm rooting for Phillies to move on, so see what happens. Hey, uh, I just crossed the Hopkinton line on 95 South. Mm-hmm. You're nice and clear right now. It's unbelievable. Oh, good. It's a nice, brisk day. So, anyway, I agree with this gentleman. We have uh, a heat pump in our condo in Waterford, and the electricity rate goes up, especially in the wintertime, but I feel badly for these people that have to pay their electrical bills and also pay for their heating bills and the gasoline bills and 
everything else that people have talked about that's going up, and every time they raise the price of the diesel fuel, the truckers have got to pass that additional cost on down to the consumers and the stores. Mm-hmm. It's you know, we're in a real mess. Well, don't give up. Hang in there and go Phillies. You got it. Thanks. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Morning, Stu. Good morning, Joey. Hey, I got the I got the Yankees game last night, but I could and I knew after they got that four three runs up or four runs up, yeah, I was uh, there. It's over, and, and you know, and then Judge hit another homer. That was cool. Very so, boring you know, game. Yeah, I knew they were going to win, man. So I just yeah, I just stayed for it, and I didn't get I couldn't find the Phillies on any station. I couldn't so, find I, I it either. Scoop, I got the scoop this morning. Hey, that pitcher did a hell of a game, man. Seven. Seven innings and just gave up one uh, uh, one hit. I think it was. He could have almost had a whole, uh, no hitter, but hey, the Phils pulled it out. You know. Yeah, and the other side only got uh, the Cindy. Uh, they only had three hits. The Phillies. Yeah. So it was quite yeah. a low hit game. Yes. Yeah, I I talked to Carol, my old friend. She's a big time Yankee fan this morning, and <laughs> I said, but you know what? They got to be there tonight to play the Houston man. It's going to be rough for the Yanks. I'm rooting for the Yankees. I want to see the Yankees and the Phillies in the World Series. That's my that's my dream. As of as of now, that's who I'll go for. I like the Northeast teams anyhow. But uh, you know, coming off this win, they got to go right to Houston tonight and play. So you know, it's going to be a tough. Houston's not going to it's not going to be no easy uh, oh, series. Boy. You know, Houston is very very tough. They really are. The first time I went to Fenway Park with my buddy Doc, and uh, he took me up there. It's been thirty years since I lived in Norris. This was years ago. I still got all the tickets at Fenway. And I went we saw the Rangers. I watched the guy from the Rangers. He clocked it right over the Green Monster. I went, holy... I, I was still with you. I went, holy cow! Because I'm right there on the third base line, man. That shot right over... Right up to the Cisco side. I was like, wow! This was... You know, and the field was perfect. Uh, mint perfect. Uh, Fenway Park. Beautiful. But anyhow, uh, you know... I got a text from my landlord Sunday. I was out helping my buddy. We're, we're doing a, a deck for a friend. And, uh, you know, I do part-time stuff. And uh, I got a text, Joe, the oil's out, but they'll be to here tomorrow. We have automatic fill. I don't know why they didn't do it, but I know one of the girls that live here called in. And I, that's fine, because I know the system in this house. I've been here 25 years in this place next month. So anyhow, the guy came yesterday morning. He filled it uh, Monday morning. And he goes, I said, how much you put it in? He goes, 250 I said, okay, there's two tanks. And they're 270 Every tank everybody has in their house is 275 They never top it off. 250 is the max. So he gave us 250 We got two tanks, and they fill at the same level when they come in the house. So we got 250 That's a quarter tank in each tank. Mm-hmm. Two, that's 12 And then $500 uh, five dollars a gallon, approximately. That's twelve hundred and fifty to fill both of those tanks. You're talking twenty five hundred bucks, still. It's uh, painful, really painful. And it'll be gone. It'll be gone be- before Thanksgiving. He'll be filling them again. I know that. I know this house inside now. And uh, I call him. You know, my landlord. He, he always lets me know what's going on. I'm like the watchdog here. You know, <laughs> but uh, you know that's a lot of money. So, you know, people are really going to be hurting this year, no doubt. Well, enjoy this beautiful day. All right. And I love you for, I'm loving you for going in the National League, going with the Phils, buddy, man. That's what we're going for. Just want to tell you one thing. A Schwaber who plays for the Phillies, he uh, hit a home run that knocked in both runs. Uh-huh. His home run went 481 feet. 
That's yeah, that's what they said. He really nailed it, dude. That's a hell of a shot. That's one of the longest yeah, shots I like, ever. I like that call when I call in his son or his son. He's a scout. I'd love to hear him with Keith come on the air on Friday, man, when he fills in for you because Keith loves his baseball. I would love to hear about that scout that talks and that guy. I like that guy. He told me what was going on. He calls in all the time. He's a big Yankee fan. So I'm going with the Yankees and the Phillies, Stu, and that's it. All right, buddy. Thanks. Hey, all right, bud. See ya. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Uh, Stu, did I hear that guy right that he paid $6 a gallon for oil? Yes, he did say $6, yes. Oh, that's a disgrace. <laughs> I, you know, people are going to free... They, they, they're going to freeze. Yeah, I'm afraid I that some people. I got natural gas with the city of Norwich. I'm I'm uh, dying to see what that's going to be uh, for the heat season uh, coming up. But uh, I'm going to tell you, I went out for I went out was out at five o'clock this morning, and it was 36 degrees, and my house got down to 62 last night, which wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. And I refused to put the heat on. Yeah, I put it on a little bit. I'm not putting it on. I'm not putting it on until it gets down to 60. Mm-hmm. That's when I'll put the heat on. Well, and not until not you, until then. You can probably handle it better than some other people, but uh, it's really going to be a hardship. I'll tell you that much. Uh, it, well, we are. We, I'm telling. I'm telling the people that have natural gas that come November first, you're going to get a surprise in the mail on a rate increase on the Norwich Public Utilities for natural gas because of inflation, not because of their rate increase, mm-hmm. okay? So expect expect a nice uh, early Christmas present. Thanks for the warning. It'll, it'll be in your mail in a couple of weeks. One other thing, I'll let you go. I know you watched, uh, did you watch Tucker last night? I watched most of Tucker last night, yes. Oh, so you got to see those perverted pigs on TV? With their uh, 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 woman uniforms on, the, the the men, and then picking up their dress and grabbing their crotch. Yeah, with that the was uh, four and five year old kids sitting on their mother's lap. That was absolutely disgusting. And what's wrong with the parents? How, how are they allowed to get away with this without the parents getting arrested? Can you tell me this? Well, it's to me, it's child abuse. Yeah, you got that right. It's it's a lot more than child abuse. These parents should be arrested, arrested for bringing their kids to these kind kids, of uh, perverted pig. Shows. Let They're kids not drag be, shows. They're perverted pig shows. Let kids be kids, for God's sakes. Gee, what's going on? I can't believe on? that guy was dressed like that, and he picked up the dress. Anybody who got the... Uh, you know, people who don't watch Fox News, they ought to change the channel once in a while to see what's going on in the world. Because if you think you're going to see this on CNN, MSNBC, or the rest of the mainstream channels, i got news no, for you. No, they wanna, you're not going to see it. They want to cover it up. Yeah. yeah, that's right. They want to cover up this kind of stuff that's going on in our country. I couldn't I couldn't believe I I, I, I saw this on, on TV last night. I yeah, really didn't. I watched did it too. Little, did you see that little poor child sitting on the mother's lap? Yeah, it was it was uh, repulsive. It was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. What a disgrace. I tell you I tell you still uh, I have no idea how we got to this point in our country. I really don't. Things were never like this back in the 70s and the 80s and now the way we are today I and I see it only getting worse. I really do. Well, it better get better or we're going to lose our beautiful country. It, it's got a, uh, and a lot of people feel the way we do. So we'll see so, what happens. Okay, thank you for your time. Thank so. you.
It's uh, 50 degrees, WICH. Let's check the weather and get to some more calls. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly sunny, breezy today, only 55. Another cold night tonight with some patchy frost possible in the quiet corner as we dip to 32 to 37 inland, 39 to 43 along the shore. Sunny, breezy, another cool day tomorrow, 57, but then sunny and a little more normal on Friday with a high of 63. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Temperature now at 50 degrees. Moving on up. WICH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group. From time to time, WICH has staff openings in various departments, such as sales, programming, promotions, and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, it is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women's organizations to participate and are equal opportunity employers. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. For nearly 20 years, it was the most common sense idea Washington refused to adopt. Give Medicare the power to negotiate with the drug companies to lower our prescription drug prices. But now, at long last, it's been signed into law. Here's Congressman Joe Courtney. Getting things done in Congress takes persistence. And persistence is how we capped the cost of life-saving insulin and have finally given Medicare the power to negotiate prescription drug prices so we lower seniors' out-of-pocket costs. It's true. Joe Courtney's winning the fight to lower prescription drug prices and reduce our health care costs. The new law Courtney helped pass caps the price of life-saving insulin at $35 a month, even penalizes drug makers who increase their prices more than the rate of inflation, driving your costs down. I'm Joe Courtney, candidate for Congress, and continuing to lower your everyday costs is my top priority, and that's why I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. WICHAM and FM, Stu Breyer with it. It's 1128. Welcome to the program. Hi, uh, Stu Breyer. How are you? All right, sir. Yeah. Um, oh, there's so many issues to talk about. Well, hit me I with one. I guess I can just talk about how this technical stuff is so advanced. It's just some things work and some things don't because, like, when my cell phone has been constantly going out, uh, it's... You, you get to just about everything to get uh, to find out the answers to why, you know, uh, it's not working. And, you know, you almost have to have a phone in the house, you know, the cell phone mostly. Because, if, if, if you know, and then talking to customer service live is like, 
the promotions are unbelievable. I'm getting health care calls left and right. Oh, me too, all the time, all the time. Gee. It used to be really used to be really quiet, you know, with just maybe one phone call or no phone calls at all, but then all of a sudden, wow. They never you know, give up. You're right. It's unbelievable. You'll probably even get them at the radio station. Oh, I've gotten them when I'm on the air. I've got all over the place. They yeah, just... I mean, and they don't, don't you, you have to cut them off. Unfortunately, you have to cut them off because they won't listen to you telling them they, they already have health care insurance. You know, I have caller ID, so I know when they're calling. Yeah, I got to figure that out on the cell phone, you know, uh, part. Oh yeah, uh, no, I'm, we use regular phones. Yeah, okay, right. I'm thinking, you know, everything's on a budget now. Where you know, I had to, you know, sometimes I wish I had the landline back, but you know, I may still do that. But the cell phone actually is cheaper. Well, I mean, don't, don't let it. Know, they, I mean, they put extra minutes on the cell phone, but I got cut out, and so like. And you refill it again, but I guess there's no cost for the refill. Don't let it get you. It's only machine. You know, they yeah, say it's only, you're no only human. Each time you refill it, because it's all included. Yeah. But, but you're always learning new stuff. It's, we're, we're a cold society, and it's unbelievable. Um, I see they're doing a lot of road work around Groton here today. Bogwanic Road and, and Long Hill Road all the way through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, everywhere you turn, you got to just be careful that you don't knock your car out of commission. Well, don't, you know, try to have a good day and don't worry about too many things. Yeah, I missed I missed your video uh, session there at the parking lot because the car was getting repaired. I finally got through to getting it repaired. I got squeezed in to get the auto body work done because yeah. I had an accident. On the car. I know that, Mayor Bob. Uh, no more accidents for you, okay? That's enough. Yeah, luckily it was not my fault. Yeah. So everything was covered. It's two of them you had that weren't your fault. It's just not going through a bad phase. So yeah. listen, it's good to hear from you. You sound good. I'm glad you called. Uh, you sound good, too, always. Huh? Thank you, buddy. Hey. You take care, Stu. You, too. Hello, welcome Bye. to the program. Hi good there. Morning. Stu. morning. Uh, I am sorely disappointed in the president. Uh, yesterday, I got gas over at Exxon Mobil, mm-hmm. and I looked at the gas meter on the diesel side. Six dollars and ten cents a gallon. Our president is stupid. Incredibly stupid. Well, he always speaks highly of you. I don't know. Well, I guess he does, because uh, I haven't heard anything from any of my other people. But anyhow, uh, when he came into office, he canceled the Exxon Exxon's uh, pipeline pipeline going to Canada and Western states. Mm-hmm. Now he also restricted drilling on other pieces of property that the government has control of, then he turns around and went to Saudi Arabia and told them that they should pump more oil. Well, we were exporting oil during the term of our last president. What the hell is he thinking of? 
where does he think this oil price comes from in the first place? I don't understand what this knucklehead is thinking of. And I call him a knucklehead because I am sorely disappointed in this bugger. He didn't he was elected by a majority. I realize that. But who was thinking of this what this president said? He said he was going to make electric vehicles all over the country. I see in the Knowledge Bulletin where I, you, and the rest of the population are going to finance the construction of charging stations for electric vehicles. Now, I own I own shares of ExxonMobil. Who the hell ever told ExxonMobil that uh, they would get government fees for providing gas stations all over the country? Now, it's not reasonable for us to pay for electric vehicles if we don't drive an electric vehicle. Well, you should uh, contact your congressmen, your senators, and tell them how you feel. Mr. Congressman, our particular congressman in this area of the country, doesn't respond to any calls that I have ever called him on. That's too bad. I don't understand. You can understand why those people attack the Capitol if they don't have a representative that represents them. The city council... Well, they, 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 no, no, no. They should do that at the polls. They, they never should attack the Capitol. That's, then it's the, end of, it's the end of everything. So, well, You've got to do it that, when you vote. That's all. Is that your last re, uh, response when you don't feel like you're being represented at all? When now, the, you vote. Our, our, our citizens spoke at city council a, a week or so ago, and the city council, in turn, said that they didn't know what the, they didn't know what the citizens were talking about, and they voted directly reverse. Now, is that re, is that representing <clears throat> representation, or is that just plain diddling around? Well, it's. It's why we vote. If you don't like something, then you vote. i got to take a break, but don't get aggravated, all right? I, I am aggravated, still. Well, you, you sound a little calm to me, so that's good. You have a good day. <clears throat> Thank you. If you'd like to call and vent on my program... All right! 889-5252. Let's take this call before the break. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hey, in the second hour, there's something I forgot to mention, Stu. What did you forget to mention, Stu? Uh, well, I'm Stu. I, I looked up on my phone... Uh, a patch Earl gave me from the Army days that he wore, mm-hmm. and it's a very simple definition, and it, it's, it, it's a very interesting patch, and knowing he wore it and he was over in Normandy is, is, makes it even more um, excellent. That it, it's, it's like an oval patch with the oval, the long ovals um, standing up. Um, there's a star on it. There are, it's, it's encom- the star is encompassed by white and red, and there's both sides of the star, there is like a lightning-type uh, drawing going down on the patch, and below that is a chain, and the chain below that's broken. 
And, you know, when I looked that up, I, I can't believe, you know, we have this patch here. And that was that was called the Alloys patch, uh, Allies, of breaking the chains of Hitler. So I, I just prized that one patch so That's much fascinating. for the meaning. Very fascinating. Thanks for sharing that. That's quite an item. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Stu. Yeah. Get some more calls coming up on WICH. Temperature moving up to 51. The new Google Pixel 7 Pro is super, especially when it's on Verizon, the network America relies on. It's supercharged, super-powered, and a super... Uh, deal. You know it. Now, switch to Verizon and get the Google Pixel 7 Pro on us with select trade-ins and select 5G unlimited plans. That really is super. Yep. There's never been a better time to switch to Verizon. $899.99 device payment purchase with new smartphone line on select 5G unlimited plans required. $200 Verizon e-gift card with ported. Less $700 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. 0% APR. Trade-in conditions and additional terms apply. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Do you know what to do when you have medications you no longer take lying around the house? I'll be back to discuss the potential hazard. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. When you have medications that are expired or you no longer take, you need to dispose of them. No longer do we flush medication down the toilet. Instead, we discard them in the trash as follows. Take all labels off the prescription container. Add either cat litter, coffee grounds, or tap water to the unlabeled vial to make it non-palatable. Seal the container with a cap or tape it to make it less likely to open inadvertently. Place the sealed container in your normal trash. This will keep us all safe and healthy. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. Let's go back to our telephone lines, 860-889-5252, W-I-C-H-A-M and F-M. Hello, nobody home. Welcome to the program. Oh, hello. Hello there. How you doing? All right, how you doing? I'm doing. You're doing, I, all right. Oh, doing what I, comes naturally. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you, you do. You, I think we all have our routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, W-I-C-H is my routine every morning, so... That's that, but um, um, how can I word it? My my son came to visit me before he goes to work, and um, oh, sweet, that's nice. Yeah, he does every day if he's not working, mm-hmm. you know. But he he's saying, "Ma, I don't know how I'm going to keep the house warm." Oh boy, he's very concerned. You know what I mean? Um, he cannot find. Um, somebody to put his uh, a fireplace insert. It's a wood insert, brand new. And um, but it's amazing because, wow, he said even the wood mom is just so much accord now. And um, you know that it, there. Are, I don't know what um, criteria he has or what his um, financial situation is, but you can get some help this winter. Does he know yeah. all that? 
Right, he does. But let me tell you, my family members, you're not going to get help every month for that fuel oil. If you're thinking that, you're out of your mind. Well, you, you might get one fill-up. <clears throat> doesn't hurt to brought, try. Yeah, but if you brought somebody in, then that would be good to have on your show. But you're not going to, you know, um, the Catholic charities are very good about helping with maybe 100 gallons. But, you know, my own family here and seniors that I know um, are having it tough. Uh, you know, we can't. We're not. We can't expect everybody to give us free oil because it's not going to work. You're going to get a certain amount, and, um, and we'll take what we can get. Yeah, well, that's it. But uh, if you're making a couple of grand a month, you just you might get help. One of my sons just—he's uh, a disabled vet. I, I don't know if Susan knows, but he's a disabled vet, and they just gave him a. Five hundred dollar flex card for food. So that's um, great. That's wonderful. And he, yeah, isn't that wonderful? I was so happy for him. Mm-hmm. And um, he's he's a disabled vet that did fourteen years in the Air Force, and he's just not getting the benefits. Um, he's sixty percent uh, ill, mm-hmm. you know, uh, disability, and he's trying to get on disability Social Security, and they denied him once, but. Um, so now he's looking for a wood stove. <laughs> well, maybe so uh, they're hard to come by. <laughs> looking for a wood stove, uh, we can do that. As far as the swaps thing, if you want to leave a number. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I'll do that. But see, I never got rid of my uh, wood stove in my fireplace insert. Mm. I've been using it right along, and you know, if I could help anybody stay warm. Oh, my God. I would do it. But people that are heating with wood, look alongside of the road for trees that have been cut by the state if you have a truck. Well, make sure your son explores all the possibilities to get some assistance and all the people that you know. Yeah, Yeah, and his his wife is pretty sick, too. He has to pick her up and Mm -hmm. carry her around the house. But, you know, I'm not rich. I'm not poor. I'm getting by. Okay. But I got to tell you, people, people are going to need our help, Sue. Really. All right, we'll they, try I to. Mean, uh, we'll, I, we'll try to present I, all of the possibilities to help people this season. Yeah, we okay. need, and you could probably get the uh, people there that Marvin used to work for. Thames Valley, oh, Marvin, well, TBCCA yeah. is, yeah. Uh, has been on the program talking about. Give them a call; they'll get you yeah. started. Yeah, my husband's a Vietnam vet, but mm. I think what I'm saying is that we've got to help the people in the surrounding towns right here. Okay. All people, not just veterans. But, you know, we're going to have to donate and make sure that that few bucks we can give goes to the right people. So those those of us who are in good shape help others, and there will be a lot of people looking for donations. Thank you. i got to run, but thank you. Oh, I wanted to tell you, my daughter got her gas tank punched out. And they stole all the gas in her, and she's from Florida, so that's oh, that. Oh, God. Bye. See ya. Sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, welcome to the program. Morning, Stu. Morning. Uh, let's, let's talk oil. All right, let's talk okay. oil. Okay. Now, oil is normally measured in 42-gallon barrels or 55-gallon barrels. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not sure what the current deal is for imported oil. It's either one of those two values. Next is 
when the super tanker leaves Saudi Arabia or wherever comes to the U.S. with oil, how much money does they that that ship generate in capital? The reason I'm saying that is if it's leaving U.S. going down Saudi Arabia empty, it's burning fuel, so they got to pay for that. Correct? Sure, now, I guess. When they come back with a full load, they're getting paid. You know, paid. So it's round trip ticket like an airplane ticket. So what is is that cost? Okay, mm-hmm. that's something we ought to try and find out for uh, transportation costs to get that oil here. I can tell you, back in 1979, I was a lookout on diesel submarine on the surface. I picked up a houseboat. That's what it looked like on the horizon. When it was, when our radar picked it up, it was 22,000 yards away doing 22 knots. All right? Yep. So, and he, and he was riding empty. You know what? He was heading back to the, probably, uh, over there to pick up more oil and bring it back to the states. So they can't not bill you for the oil, the fuel that takes them to get over there and back. They have to do that. All right? And that's about it. That's why the oil price is so high. Transportation costs. Well, let's see if we can get some more guests on that subject and uh, try to understand it better. Yeah, because think about it. If you got to pay transportation, that's what's building it up. All right. Now, my daughter likes the house cool. we got a brand-new central air, central heat because of fire. And she sets the temperature, and it doesn't change. Whether it's in the summer or winter, she likes a certain temperature in that. And I haven't loaded. When I had the fire, I had a quarter tank. I'm not sure what I have right now. It's probably uh, less than a half a tank. All right. I'll let you go, Stu. Bye. Right. Thank you so much for uh, explaining those things. Appreciate it. Let's get another call before we take a break. Mm, what do you think? Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, let's take this call here. Welcome to the program. Hi there. Uh, yes, I was calling for, to use Swap Shop. Or go ahead. Go right ahead. Uh, yes, I have two items I'd like to sell, if I can permitted to say it. It's a uh, Craftsman string trimmer with 100 feet of line. And also, I still have the call, if the guy's listening, for the lawn tractor trailer. It's a trailer that you hook up to the back of a tractor he was looking for. You can give me a call at Norwich at 860-949-8119. 949-8119. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Stay with me. I'll get to another call uh, coming up at WICH. Sunshine today, temperatures in the mid-50s, and uh, really refreshing. Winter will be here in no time. Are you ready? Gloves? Check. Hat? Check. Thermal underwear? Check. Coyote tractor with snowblower and field cap so you can not only keep your driveway clear, you can stay warm and drive while you're working? What? No check? Well, we'll have to take care of that. Stop by K&H Equipment, your local coyote dealer. K&H has the tractors, the attachments, and the deals that'll have you ready for winter as you'll ever be. Test drive a coyote tractor today. K&H Equipment, K&H, open every day, 1221 Route 12 in Plainfield. Breast cancer is one of the most common kinds of cancer in women. 
Make a difference like these local businesses by spreading the word. Corsha's Auto Repair in Norwich believes that we must take the necessary steps to detect breast cancer in its early stages and encourage our family and friends to do the same. Although we've made progress, we still have a long way to go to eradicate this disease. Did you know the majority of breast cancers occur in women who do not have a family history? I'm Sandra Wheeler, owner of Four Peace of Mind, organizing homes and offices. I urge all women to get screened for you and all those who love you. Hello, I'm Tina Yitz from Eliza Huntington Memorial Home for Retired Women, located in Norwich. Although we're aware of breast cancer, we need to beat this catastrophic disease together by getting our mammograms and encouraging our family and friends to do the same. All of us at Hall Communications encourage women to get a mammogram as recommended by their doctor. Early detection is the best prevention. Ten minutes before noon and the cuckoo clock. Uh, Welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning. Hi there. I had another subject to talk about, but everybody's talking about oil. Um, Biden is now reducing our our reserve some more because he wants the price to go down because it's going back up again. Um, right now, I'm paying three thirty nine for gas. I paid three oh five several uh, weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but. The, our reserve is down to the four, to a forty year low. Um, this is all just pandering. Just well, yes. I if I gave the wrong pin number, it declined. No, no pin number. This one's asked for a pin. I know that you just you just go past it. Can I go in there? No. Put the card back in and no pin number. I did. Okay. I, have to, I have my husband getting gas. I guess I have to go get gas. Could I, could I get your PIN number before you come back? <laughs> you don't need it with the credit card. It's not a debit card. Okay. I won't use a debit card at a gas station because I've mm-hmm. heard too many times where, you know, you, you can't trust the people. I trust this particular station, but I just don't use it. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, bottom line is, you know... I think okay. You, wanna, gonna, you better call me back. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go. But, right. but Biden, he's also doing this this abortion thing. He's gonna do the Roe versus Wade thing. He had six months to do it. He never did it. Oh, I'm gonna do it right okay. after. Call me. Call me back when you can. All right. And fill up my car too. Yeah. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi. I'm looking for the uh, Bruce Springsteen tickets. Mahigan Sun. Rolling Stone magazines and records and all. And Tina Turner, my number is 860-887-0813. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting phone call at the gas station. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey there, Stu. I uh, heard a lot of talk about the oil. I'm worried myself because I got oil heat. And uh, they have something called, I haven't heard anybody mention it, called <clears throat> excuse me, Operation Fuel. Have mm-hmm. you heard of it? Yes, I have. I have heard of that. Mm-hmm. So um, people who need it can go, for instance, to Norwich Public Utilities if they have them, and fill out an application to see if they qualify for that. Sure. And um, those that want to donate, I've donated a couple of few dollars back once in a while. Every little bit counts. But mm-hmm. uh, so it, I, I can believe in that. I've I've been running around with the red tape for help all over for years, but they came through when my mother was dying and her power was shut off because she couldn't uh, 
afford to um, heat and oil to have a shower, and I got them two weeks later, and they filled the tank for her. See, these are important things that you're saying because there are some people who just throw up their hands. But really, if you want to take the time, there are places and people that can help you. Right, and that's the one good place I can trust. So, mm-hmm. And they still, people keep donating, and if those that ha- can help others, you put a dollar or two or so in, sure. hey, every dollar counts, too. Good point. Okay, thank, thank you, thank, Sue. Thank you. Hey, uh, welcome to our program. Yes, um, I have a, a side-by-side white refrigerator in good condition. I'll take $100 for that. And mm-hmm. um, I'm, my well, my son is looking for a kitchen wood stove or a fireplace insert. And uh, what was else? Oh, I'm still looking for a Siamese kitten. And anybody that has any cord wood that is seasoned, would they give me a call? 860-428-6676. Have a blessed day, everybody. 428-6676, did you say? Yes, dear. Thank you very much. All right. You're welcome. See if we can help you out. And then between 1 and 2, we can get back to uh, an open forum. Of course, we have our lunchtime oldies, and if you want to call up and vent... We can listen to your vents as well. Goodbye. I can eat a live chicken in 27 seconds. Just thought you might like to know that. Hello. Thanks. We just needed to break the mood here. We'll be right back. (laughs) It's uh, 51 degrees at WICH. Wasn't it cold this morning? But it's supposed to be. October is not. It can be a little warm, a little bit of everything. So we'll kick back shortly. We'll do that again. I like that. One more time. Dear Norwich citizens, hi, this is Mike Gualtieri. I've lived in Norwich going on 65 years. Born, raised, educated, and employed here. The extreme policies coming out of Hartford has contributed to the highest inflation rate in 40 years and an alarming increase in violent crime. Join me in voting for a better future. Vote Pietro Rocchi Camardella for the State Senate 19th District. My name is Pietro Rocchi Camardella and I have approved this message. Paid for by Rocky for CT19. Well, uh, we got a good going to Senator Heather Summers. She's honored for Connecticut Mental Health Policy Advocacy. Senator Heather Summers for her legislative advocacy on issues affecting patients in the Whiting Forensic Hospital. Remember, she was on our show. We talked about that a lot. They say, thank you for all your work and your strong voice in this issue. Keep the Promise Coalition wrote to Summers. The coalition is dedicated to ensuring that a comprehensive community mental health system is created and sustained in Connecticut. They go on to say, I appreciate this recognition from Keep the Promise Coalition and continue to push for reform and accountability at Whiting Forensic Hospital. The words of Heather Summers, who serves as ranking senator on the legislature's public health committee. It's a bipartisan legislation. That's one of my favorite words, bipartisan which uh, Ms. Summers co-sponsored, changed the definition of abuse of patients to include harassment and bullying rather than just physical abuse, empowered patients to know their voices can be heard, reestablished Whiting Forensic Hospital's 11-member advisory board as an oversight board, 
and expanded the board's duties. Included funding to remodel the hospital. Required the board to make recommendations to the hospital and the state on necessary actions to improve staff work. Hospital conditions or patient staff or staff treatment needed to address complaints or staff concerns. So congratulations to Heather Summer. Represents Groton, Stonington, Sterling, Griswold, North Stonington, Plantfield, Preston, and Voluntown. So how are we doing on the time? A couple of minutes before noon. If you want to squeeze in a call, we're very squeezable. We can do that for you. In the meantime, I can play a little tune that will uh, take you to the news. And then we'll have nothing but pure fun. On our lunchtime oldies. Stick around and enjoy the I'll get a tune here for you. I'm trying to find a short one so we won't have to cut it off quickly. The Great Pretender. There's one. Oh, yes. I'm the Great Forgive me for the coughing jag. That happens periodically during allergy season, which is probably about every season. News next, and then I'm going to give you a fun hour. Lunchtime oldies from your number one local connection, WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 94.5. We're on W233DB in Norwich, 94.5 on your radio. It's noon. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Russian ground attacks in the north of Ukraine continue. Russia's military is pressing on with its strategy of targeting Ukraine's energy sector, leaving people without power in scores of cities and towns as the war approaches its eighth-month milestone. Shelling close to the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant reportedly knocked out the power and water supply in some of the nearby cities' districts. Russian forces also have heavily shelled two areas in the eastern Dnipropetrovsk region, taking out the power supply in several towns towns and villages. In his nightly video address, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Volensky has urged people to use power sparingly. I'm Charles Dilodasma. And Russian President Vladimir Putin has declared martial law in the four regions of Ukraine that Moscow annexed. The order effective starting on Thursday. The martial law might involve restrictions on travel and public gatherings, tighter censorship, and broader authority for law enforcement agencies. Also at SRNews.com, President Biden today will announce the release of 15 million barrels of oil 
from the U.S. Strategic Reserve as part of a response to recent production cuts announced by OPEC nations. Heritage Foundation Research Fellow Katie Tubb tells the Salem Radio Network this is a political ploy by the president and will have no impact on the midterm elections. The SPR release to me is, I think, being understood for exactly what it is, a Band-Aid approach uh, that isn't talking about root problems and solutions to those root problems. The Strategic Reserve now contains roughly 400 million barrels of oil, the lowest level since 1984. The Dow up 10 points, but the Nasdaq down 50. More at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are responsible sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. capital must be solved by the parties themselves in negotiations. I'm Felice Friedson, Town Hall News, Jerusalem. News and analysis at themedialine.org and townhall.com. Newly released government data show 11 additional people were in crashes involving vehicles using automated driving systems during a four-month period earlier this year. The deaths are part of an alarming pattern of incidents linked to the technology. Ten of the deaths involve vehicles made by Tesla, though it's unclear from the data whether the technology itself was at fault or whether driver error might have been responsible. The 11th death involved a Ford pickup truck. That's correspondent Jeremy House reporting. High inflation did not discourage air travel during the summer. United Airlines reports a $942 million profit for the third quarter. Last weekend, nearly two and a half million travelers went through checkpoints at U.S. airports, the highest number since before the pandemic. While domestic travel is up, international travel still lagging. More on these stories at townhall.com.
for the Wolfman. He was great, wasn't he? Wolfman Jack and his own late night radio show as we get into our lunchtime oldie break. Let's make it official, huh? It's lunchtime. Sit back and listen to all the great songs with Stu Breyer and his lunchtime oldie show on 1310 WICH. Nice clearer day today. Maybe we can... uh, Check out Clyde 9. Did you ever go cloud counting? Come the temptations. Picture the moves. Wasn't very pretty. See, I was born and raised in the slums of a city. It was a one-room shack to slept in another churn beside me. We hardly had enough food or room to sleep. It was hard time. Need 
Cloud six once and then it started raining. So Cloud Nine, Temptations. Not only were they great singers, but man, they had the moves, didn't they? There's a whole Broadway show about the Temptations. Have you ever got a chance to check it out? Good stuff. How about a sweet little tune that made it to number one in '61? Other fellow, call me up 
Many of you, when you're sitting around the dinner table, probably said to yourself, boy, that was a wonderful song, Johnny Angel. I wonder what the follow-up record that she recorded was. Well, here it is. Continuing the Johnny theme, this is called Johnny Loves Me, the follow-up record to the hit Johnny Angel. Here it is. Maybe you'll remember it. Sorry, it really wasn't a hit, but I just thought you might like to hear a little bit of it. Hey, how about a little Johnny medley? Up for that? Let's go, Johnny Be Good.
There's a man who never sang a ballad, but he sang whatever else he sang was good. Johnny Be Good, Stu's Lunchtime Oldies, and uh, we got some great tunes lined up for you. Just lining them up, lining the vinyl. Hi, this is Mike Gualtieri. I've lived in Norwich going on 65 years. Born, raised, educated, and employed here. The extreme policies coming out of Hartford has contributed to the highest inflation rate in 40 years and an alarming increase in violent crime. Join me in voting for a better future. Vote Pietro Rocchi Camardella for the State Senate 19th District. My name is Pietro Rocchi Camardella and I have approved this message. Paid for by Rocky for CT19. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Ask your bank a question. Where are they headquartered? If the answer is hundreds of miles away, then are they really a community bank to you? Large and out-of-state banks put profits first at the expense of local customers. If you value a real community banking experience, Dime Bank is welcoming customers who've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hello, I'm Caleb Bailey, Executive Director of the Eastern Connecticut Symphony Orchestra. Join us for our season opening concert on Saturday, October 22nd, 7.30 p.m. at the Guard Arts Center in New London, Connecticut. The evening begins with Dvorak's symphonic overture, My Home, incorporating the song that became the Czech national anthem. Then guest soloist and Grammy Award winner Sarah Sant'Ambrogio will join the ECSO to perform Sir Edward Elgar's cello concerto in E minor. To close out the evening in festive fashion, we will hear Beethoven's Symphony No. 6, The Pastoral, which offers an emotive journey and depicts an idyllic landscape. Tickets start as low as $28 with senior discounts, with $12 tickets available for anyone under 40 and active or retired military members. For behind-the-scenes content and to learn more about this concert, visit our website at ectsymphony.com and call 860-444-7373 for tickets. Hey, you ready for a little bit of um, Guy Mitchell? He was the rockabilly king of the 50s. Maybe you'll remember this song by Guy Mitchell. And I walk up and down neath the clock By the pawn shop on the corner in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania But I ain't got a thing left to hock She was peaches, she was honey And she cost me all my money Cause the world round the town was her dream Was her dream 
took her dancing, took her dining Till her blue eyes were shining With the sights that they never had seen Never seen If you should run into a golden-haired angel And ask her tonight for a date She'll tell you somewhere There's a rich millionaire Who is calling again about eight There's a pawn shop on a corner In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania And I've just gotta get five or ten Five or ten From the pawn shop on a corner In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania Gotta be with my angel Cost me all my money Cause the world around the town Was her dream Was her dream Took her dancing Took her dining Till her blue eyes were shining With the sights that they never had seen If you should run into a golden-haired angel And ask her tonight for a date She'll tell you somewhere Just gotta get five or ten Five or ten From the, the pawn shop on the corner In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania Gotta be with my angel again Gotta be with my angel again Anybody from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? How are the Steelers doing this year, huh? No, I haven't followed it too much. Hope they're doing okay. Guy Mitchell. The Rockabilly King on WICH. All right, here's a big introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles.
Known as the Beatles, W-I-C-H with Stu and Lady Madonna. wonder where they got that idea. All these different ideas came to them during their career. By the way, whatever happened to Lady Madonna? Hmm? Haven't heard too much from Madonna. In the early days, she was very materialistic. I don't know if she is now, but how much material do you need? But there was a time she was truly a material girl. Madonna, we ran out of material. See you later. 
Is Velvet still uh, popular? Velour, Velvet? Uh, you know, I haven't been keeping up on the fashions. Hey, how about a weather check? You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly sunny, breezy today, only 55. Another cold night tonight with some patchy frost possible in the quiet corner as we dip to 32 to 37 inland, 39 to 43 along the shore. Sunny, breezy, another cool day tomorrow, 57, but then sunny and a little more normal on Friday with a high of 63. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Currently 52 degrees with some sunshine. Looking to buy a chainsaw? Stop by Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair and check out Husqvarna. From routine tree care to timber harvesting, Husqvarna chainsaws set the standard in outdoor power equipment and are trusted by professionals around the world. Featuring air injection, low vibration handles, and powerful X-Torx engines, Husqvarna chainsaws deliver the performance, comfort, and precision cutting you need to get the job done quickly and safely. Johnson's Hardware carries Husqvarna Professional Series chainsaws. No matter the season, there's always work to do. With powerful X-Torque engines and advanced ergonomics and legendary reliability, nothing makes the toughest cutting jobs easy like a Husqvarna chainsaw. Make your Husqvarna last longer and perform better with the versatile lineup of Husqvarna chainsaw accessories from Johnson's Hardware. Specially formulated oils and lubricants ensure peak performance and replacement blades and chains help you tackle any task. Durable carrying cases protect your machine while head, ear, and eye protection keep you safe on the job. For a full lineup of Husqvarna chainsaws and accessories, visit Johnson's Hardware Rent Rental Repair, 44 Hill Road in Groton, or johnsonsrental.com. Jeep Adventure Days are going on now for the entire month of October here at Falvey's Motors. Come down and check out everything Jeep has to offer. With best-in-class 4x4 and towing capabilities, spacious, comfortable interiors, and smooth, reliable rides, your adventure starts here. We've all been hearing about the madness with the shortage of cars. Dealers are marking up the price of new vehicles because of, well, we don't know why either. That's why here at Falvey's Motors, we promise to never overcharge on any of our new vehicles. You heard that right. Falvey's promises that Connecticut residents won't pay over sticker price. Come by and let us help kick off your adventure in a newer certified pre-owned Jeep. We're located on Route 32 right down the street from Mohegan Sun, or you can always visit us online at falvey's.com, where you can choose your vehicle or begin customizing in order to fit your needs. If you don't see something you like, ask us about how you can get even more savings by placing a custom factory order with us. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. Well, there isn't anybody out there in the audience that hasn't done something foolish in their lives. It's just, once in a while, it just comes out. You know what I'm talking about. Talk to us. Does everybody play the fool? Okay, so your heart broke. You sit around hoping, crying. You say you even thinking about dying? Well, before you do anything rash, dig this. Everybody plays a fool sometimes. There's no exception to the rule. Listen, baby, it may be factual, may be cruel. Such an easy thing to do 
And there's no guarantee that the one you love is gonna love you. play the harmonica for a little while. Hey, how about a couple of pretty songs? Are you up for that? Good. Here we go. This is Pretty Flamingo to start it off.
If she just would Some sweet day I'll make her mine Pretty flamingo Then every guy will envy me Cause paradise is where I'll be Sha-la-la, la-la-la-la Pretty flamingo Mary uh, Flamingo, Marin Ingrid. Yeah, my neighbor has a pretty flamingo on her yard. Um, how about a pretty ballerina? Usually in a music box. Here's the left bank. I had a date with a pretty ballerina. You don't want to step on her toes there. Pretty ballerina. 1242 at WICH. A little bit of everything on our lunchtime oldies, even some uh, swamp music. Yeah. I'm getting into the swamp. Tony Joe White to sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of y'all never been down south too much. I'm going to tell you a little bit about this so that you understand what I'm talking about. Down there we have a plant that grows out in the woods and the fields. Looks something like a turn them green. Everybody calls it poke salad. Poke salad. 
used to know a girl lived down there and she'd go out in the evenings and pick her a mess of it, carry it home and cook it for supper. Cause that's about all they had to eat. They did all right. I'm down in Louisiana where the alligators grow so mean. That lived a girl that I swear to the world Made the alligators look tame Poke salad in it Poke salad in it Everybody said it was a shame Cause her mama wasn't working on a chain game A mean vicious moment supper time she'd go down by the truck patch and pick her mess of poke salad and carry it home in a toast sack poke salad any the gator's got your granny chomp 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 everybody said it was a shame cause her mama was a wicked on chain gang a wretched Spiteful, straight razor tote moment. <laughs> Lord, I must take my mess up. used to sing that in Vegas. Poke salad, and he did a good job with it as well. But watch out. Watch out for the swamps. You know who's living in the swamps. See you later, alligator. Yeah. Well, I saw my baby walking with another man today. Well, I saw my baby walking with another man today. When I asked her what's the matter, this is what I heard her say. See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. Can't you see you're in my way now? Don't you know you're my style? When I thought of what she told me, nearly made me lose my head. When I thought of what she told me, nearly made me lose my head. But the next time that I saw her, 
Reminded her of what she said See, See you later, alligator After wild crocodile Sorry, pretty daddy. You know my love is just for you. She said, I'm sorry, pretty daddy. You know my love is just for you. Won't you say that you'll forgive me? And say your love for me is true. I said, who wait a minute, daddy? I know you mean it just for play. I said, wait a minute, daddy. I know you mean it just for play. When that song was popular, everybody was saying it in the neighborhood. And when you left, see you later, alligator. And we did that for about a year, and then we got tired of that. Whoever thought that when you looked at an alligator, boy, they would make good shoes. Hmm? So grateful if they didn't bite your foot off. And you said, let's make shoes out of alligators. I don't know if they still sell them. Anyway, it's... Uh, no, I'm serious. It wasn't a croc. I'm serious. There's alligator shoes out there somewhere. Speaking of crocodiles, etc., here's Elton John.
Elton John, still having a fantastic career, huh? Doing a little bit of the crocodile rock on Stu's Lunchtime Oldies. A little rock, a little roll, a little ballad, a little soul. Let me write that down. Sunny, breezy, and cooler, 55. Tonight, clear, calm, chilly. Temperatures in the 30s, but then warms up tomorrow, 57. And Friday, sunny, and 63. Currently, it's 53 at WICH. Degrees, yes. For nearly 20 years, it was the most common-sense idea Washington refused to adopt. Give Medicare the power to negotiate with the drug companies to lower our prescription drug prices. But now, at long last, it's been signed into law. Here's Congressman Joe Courtney. Getting things done in Congress takes persistence. And persistence is how we capped the cost of life-saving insulin and have finally given Medicare the power to negotiate prescription drug prices so we lower seniors' out-of-pocket costs. It's true. Joe Courtney's winning the fight to lower prescription drug prices and reduce our health care costs. The new law Courtney helped pass caps the price of life-saving insulin at $35 a month, even penalizes drug makers who increase their prices more than the rate of inflation, driving your costs down. I'm Joe Courtney, candidate for Congress, and continuing to lower your everyday costs is my top priority, and that's why I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Somebody asked me the other day that how did doo-wop music start? I just uh, groups of uh, singers on the street would just harmonize and improvise and put in their own little sounds. Here's a real doo-wop song done by the Monotones. They're the same people that uh, sang the Book of Love. You're gonna kick out of this one. It's called "Tell It to the Judge." I Get 
Ray Teller to the judge on WICH Monotones. Back in the 40s, or maybe even before that, there was a song called Maresy Dotes and Dozy Dotes and Little Lambsy Alivey. It was called Maresy Oats and Dozy Oats and Lambsies Eat Ivy. Nobody really stopped to think about this song, but if you listen to it in slow motion, you can catch it. But I have happened to find it in the vault, and uh, for those who are not familiar with it, you may get a kick out of it. And uh, for those that are familiar with it, you'll say, oh, I remember that. Mares eat oats and does eat oats and lambs eat ivy. I know a ditty, naughty as a fruitcake, goofy as a goon, and silly as a loon. Some call it pretty, others call it crazy, but they all sing this Send by the Mary Max, in case you were wondering. The Mary Max sang that, and some genius actually sat down and wrote that thing. Where did that come from? Anyway, it's a lot of fun. Let's take you to the news with the Peter Gunn theme. Starring Greg Stevens, Lola Albright, and Stu Breyer on the floor watching the TV show. Hope you had fun on our lunchtime oldies, but we have uh, some more up my sleeve. Let me check. Yep, it's um, anything goes next hour.
Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich on our FM. Currently 1 o'clock, what's new? Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Former Vice President Mike Pence is responding to President Biden's push to make Roe versus Wade the law of the land. Paras correspondent Greg Cluxton reports. After the president vowed to sign abortion rights legislation into law on next year's anniversary of the Roe v. Wade decision, Pence weighed in. Writing on Twitter, he said, I've got news for President Biden. Come January 22nd, Congress will have pro-life majorities in the House and Senate. The former vice president also said the movement will be taking the cause of the right to life to every state house in America. Greg Clugston. Washington. Also at townhall.com, election day, November 8th, but early voting is underway in several states, including Georgia, where large numbers of voters have already cast their ballots. More than 131,000 votes were cast on Monday, edging toward twice the number cast on the first day of early voting in Georgia's last midterm election in 2018. All that in a state where Democrats had leveled a charge of voter suppression following passage of new voter integrity laws after questions arose about the 2020 election. Another factor, the high-stakes U.S. Senate battle between incumbent Democrat Raphael Warnock and Republican challenger, former NFL star Herschel Walker. Bob Agner reporting. British Home Secretary Suella Braverman has left her job, the second senior minister in a week, to leave Prime Minister Liz Truss's government. It was not immediately clear whether she quit or was fired. Braverman appointed less than two months ago as a popular figure on the ruling Conservative Party's right wing and a champion of more restrictive immigration policies. Truss fired her Treasury Chief, Kwasi Kwarteng, last Friday. The Dow is down 183 points, now the NASDAQ off 123. More at townhall.com. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! At least eight people have been killed in explosions at Myanmar's notorious Insane Prison. Insane Prison in North Yangon has long been notorious as the site where political prisoners are kept. Hundreds incarcerated there for their opposition to military rule. This morning, two explosions, believed to be caused by parcel bombs, tore through the office by the entrance where mail is sorted for the inmates. Among those killed were relatives who'd come to visit prisoners. There have been frequent bomb attacks in Yangon, most of them small, since the military crashed the mass protest movement against its coup last year. BBC correspondent Jonathan Head. Germany's interior ministry says that the head of the national cybersecurity agency has been dismissed following reports of possible ties to Russian intelligence. There is growing concern in Germany that the 
country's critical infrastructure might be targeted by Russia because of Berlin's support for Ukraine. Breaking news at townhall.com. An emergency center to house some of the influx of migrants being sent to New York City set to open next week, providing temporary shelter to giant tents on an island off Manhattan. The Humanitarian Relief Center on Randall Island will start taking in single men on Wednesday with facilities including laundry, regular meals, and access to international calls. Chicago is number one when it comes to rodents. For the eighth year in a row, Chicago tops Orkin's top 50 rattiest cities. The pest control company ranked the most rat-infested cities based on the number of new residential and commercial rodent treatments confirmed between September of last year and August of this year. New York came in second, Los Angeles third, followed by Washington, D.C., San Francisco, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Cleveland, Detroit, and Denver rounding out the top ten. Tasha Stevens reporting. More on these stories at Town I'm John Scott. The rattiest cities. Oh, my Lord. All right, let's get to it here. You ready? Gotcha. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. And on this beautiful Wednesday, you can call up something fun, something serious, something venti. Let's go to the lines. W-I-C-H, welcome. You still here there? Yes, I'm here. What's up? Oh, good. I didn't hear the click. <laughs> I was thinking about something my mother talks about a lot. Is uh, She had a really... My mother lived in the big city, poor, in uh, Hartford, Connecticut, when she was a child. And there was a really nice lady that helped her out. Um, because she was the egg lady. She used to go, and he, like in the old days, the ice guy or the egg lady would come from the farm or the, you know, wherever, the ice house or where, wherever to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, sell things to the city people. And this really nice lady asked her, would you like, you know, she saw she was a city person, and she wanted to help her learn about, you know, values and strengths and weaknesses and all this stuff. So this very nice lady helped my mom. So when she was, I believe, maybe between 11 and 12 years old, my mom has all these good memories. And I think you remember, you, you said you remember this, the one on the Twilight Zone when the kids, uh, the parents were going to have a divorce. And then um, they went under the swimming pool of the rich parents came up with a brook. Oh, sure. I saw that not too long ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is my whole subject, I guess, too, is um, everybody listening, you, me, um, I'm telling my mom's story, but you or me or anybody, have you ever had someone in your life at a younger age, I suppose, or it could be at any age, that you thought they were such a good, nice person, you'd like to... uh, get to know them better, but because of maybe not the best of circumstances, you never got to, and then there's a regret that, you know, even though it was not your fault or anybody's, um, I wouldn't think so, that uh, what would have happened if this nice person that really was a good person came into your life as a, uh, just a nice human being, no country, no nothing, like like the song Imagine. That's my question. Okay, it's a deep thought, thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. 
Well, good afternoon to you, sir. Well, hello. Well, la-dee-da. La-dee-dee. Was, uh, that was rather deep there with Wonder Man. That was a... Yeah. I'll have to cogitate on that. You, you have a ponder corner and I have a cogitation corner. Yeah. That reminded me of the time I was on uh, summer vacation when I was little with my parents and there were no other playmates around. You know, just... Mm-hmm. Me, my sister, and them, and then the last day of our vacation, this young guy uh, just down the road, which I could have made uh, an effort to meet him, we uh, started talking, and we would have been good friends, but we had to go home. So who knows? Yeah, I, I had an incident like that. It was a kid I met at uh, summer camp, I'm pretty sure, if I remember right. And uh, I tried to track him down. Um and also, I know, I think about it, there was a kid at school that I didn't get to know all that well, and I thought it was really cool. And uh, he and his family moved, I believe, to Wisconsin, either upstate New York or Wisconsin. Uh, they're very close. And uh, so I tried to track him down. My aunt let me call directory assistance back when we had that and try and find the family name. I never did find them. But, yeah, that's interesting. That that does happen in life. Mm-hmm. Um and then I suppose there are folks that you think are really nice and really cool. You do get to know them, and they turn mm-hmm. out to be... <laughs> it takes a long time to really get to know someone. There's oh, absolutely. so many absolutely. facets in, in our uh, being. And sometimes, so I, uh, mm-hmm. I enjoyed a little bit of uh, lunchtime oldies today. Oh, good. And you were playing uh, See You Later Alligator, and it made me think of uh, some of my own little ways of saying goodbye to somebody like... Uh, Hasta luego, rutabaga. Oh, I bet you had a lot of them, knowing you. <laughs> what, rutabagas? <laughs> no, just a lot of little expressions that you used. No, I, 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 uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, that's a, that also is a deep question. Uh, let's see, another one would be later days, Willie Hayes. Ooh, no, oh, no, Willie that Mays. one. I'm sorry, Willie Mays. Oh, Willie Mays, okay. You remember Willie Mays? So, certainly do, yeah. That's a name blast from the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, or take it easy, slippery sleazy. No. <laughs> we had a thing with our friends. We would every time we play, we go catch you later. That's all we said. Catch you later. Yeah, that was yeah. a common expression. Very common in those I days. I still use that one. Yeah. Uh, and then you play that a tiddly divey too. You know. Yeah. Mirzy dots. Mirzy dots and dozy dots and little That's a cute song. When did that come out? I'm guessing I'm guessing in the 30s or early yeah, 40s. Yeah, that's kind of what I would guess. And what yeah. I got thinking about was, because I, I guess I had never paid close attention to the original song, how they switch in the middle of the verse, in the middle of the line, they switch from the female singers to the male singers. Hmm. You noticed that, right? No, I didn't notice that, actually. I, yeah. I was listening and, to the words, I didn't notice that, no. Yeah, and... Uh, it, it, I got thinking, I don't know when they came out with four-track recording, do you? But I don't think it was in the 30s. No, I no, I, I thought it was in the um, 50s, early yeah, 50s. And they, and they really didn't have all the editing that we have mm-hmm. now. They certainly didn't have digital recording <laughs> techniques. For them to do that, they had to record it live. And if they made a mistake, they'd have to record the whole song over again. Oh, pretty and sure. And for them yeah. to get that so tight is just phenomenal. I think Les Paul, who was with Les Paul and Mary Ford, was just a genius with the guitar, and he did the he started the multi-track stuff. 
Yeah, well, that sounds familiar. The very early 50s, yeah. Well, my first studio venture, my first recording studio business was a four-track studio. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was in the 70s, and it was it was good enough for what we were doing, garage bands and stuff. But boy, the, the, that's when the technology exploded, and you started, and, and there were eight and 16-track studios, and oh, it's 32 and 64-track studios. You can sing the song, and then you don't have to do it, and then come in with, somebody comes yeah, in and does that, and, and, and then and uh, fix it up. <laughs> oh, man. Give me so, real quick, if, if I may, because I, I missed the morning part of your show. Uh, I do hope you'll forgive me, but I didn't get to call in on Swap and Sell. Mm-hmm. May I do a quick uh, little reminder about our pancake breakfast? Only if you sing a chorus of Mersey Dotes with me. Okay. Mersey Dotes and Dozy Dotes and Little Lambs and Ivy. Skiddly Ivy. I'm singing. Oh, I couldn't hear you. Okay. Well, all right. that's all right. You're off the and, hook. And what does Stu eat? Let's see. Mersey Dotes and Dozy Dotes. Little Lambs And Little eat. Stu eats. Cheerios. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's how it went. All right, so get, get your plug in. Things, may get, I? Get your plug in. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, let me plug in here. So uh, the Southeast Connecticut Community Center of the Blind is having a cool event this coming Sunday, October 23rd. It's a pancake breakfast. It's the White Cane Breakfast. We hope it'll be our first annual uh, White Cane Breakfast. It's going to be Sunday. From 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the New London VFW Hall, located at 110 Garfield Avenue in New London. It's $10 or $12 at the door. And there's going to be raffles and door prizes and all sorts of fun. Uh, no speeches, no meeting. It's just a great time to gather with our neighbors and, and get to know the folks from the Center of the Blind. And, and of course, we uh, try to help not only people that are totally sightless but people who have any kind of vision loss and what a way to get the community together together but with breakfast so uh, if you'd like to get tickets in advance mm-hmm. uh, call the center of the blind at 860-447-2048 or you can pay $12 at the door which is still a bargain and a half well i hope you got a good turnout this we're hoping so uh, this so much is our first one and uh, we're already, I think we've got half the tickets sold, and we know, you know, a number of people will just show up at the door. So it's going to be fun, and it's pancakes and scrambled eggs and bacon and sausage, orange juice, coffee, tea, milk, mm-hmm. and I think that's it. Well, I think you should not sell half the tickets, just all of them, a big, all the, just... Yeah, we want to sell them a, all. A whole ticket, yeah. That, oh, oh, really? Oh, the whole ticket, that's mm-hmm. what we're doing, Ron. All right, buddy. <laughs> all right, see you later. See you Thank later. You. All right, now that's stuck in my head. Hello, welcome to the program. Good luck to Kevin and Endeavor. Yeah, he does a great job with those folks. Yeah, he does. Yeah, that's good. I hope uh, hope everything uh, works out well for him. Did you call to sing Mersey Dotes? Did you get to see the clip of the idiot yesterday on TV? I saw a lot of clips yesterday, oh, so I don't we, know. Here we go. I'll, I'll do it for you, okay? You promised to vote for the Democrats on November 8th, and I'll guarantee you that in January, I will vote for federal legislation on abortion. Oh, yeah, that's, well, that's the big <laughs> issue. What a bribe three weeks before the elections. 
Well, they got they got something to go on, so that's what they do. You I know. guess he hasn't looked at the polls lately. That abortions under most polls, six percent of the of the population is concerned about abortions, and it's down at number sixth or seventh on the list. He doesn't understand that economy is number one, inflation is number two, immigration is number three. The all works one right after the other. Abortion is not even found on some of the lists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it slipped down. It was uh, higher earlier, mm-hmm. but now it's so many well, other things funny. to deal and with. trying to bribe the people on TV yesterday, the Democrats. I'll take care of abortion for you. Okay, Mr. President, anything else to say today? I know one thing, and I don't want to get into the abortion thing too much, that when you ask someone about uh, Roe versus Way, and then you say, well, how late... Should you go before you get an abortion? Nobody can quite give an answer to that one because well, most people. So, here's my question: A, how many people in this country does abortion affect? B, how many people in this country does inflation affect? I think the B answer is 100 percent. Well, of course. The A, the A answer, I'm not sure, but it's not 100 percent. Unless you're a multi-millionaire and you don't care, so, so I get you. I get you. One other thing, I'll, I'll let you go. I was very shocked. I, you know, I file, follow a lot of trials. I was very shocked that the jury in uh, California found that uh, that guy, uh, that guy guilty of that murder of a uh, smart, the smart girl, who's been uh, dead for 26 years. Number one, number two, they don't have a body, and uh, the jury found him guilty and the father not guilty. Uh, I, I was kind of confused with that uh, whole whole thing that took place with that. Uh, but I, I thought both of them would be found not guilty, actually. Yeah, unless we're sitting in the courtroom, Larry, really, you might miss a few things. I don't know. Well, the prosecution had a forensic evidence. No, no, really nothing. And nobody. Plus, the case is. So, so why is somebody guilty of, of murder? I mean, the prosecution had to put something. Are you talking about the girl that uh, her little baby disappeared? Her young, uh, is that the one? College that disappeared. Yeah, she was in college with this guy. Okay, I mean, I may be getting some stories mixed up. Yeah. And they haven't found her uh, body. They, they never found her body. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, so many stories. Did. And they tried to convict the father of uh, conspiracy uh, in helping the son dispose of the body. That's what they charged the father with. And the father was tried by a, a different jury than, than the jury that found the, uh, the son guilty of the murder, the actual murder. Well, I hope they got it right. I don't know. Yeah, a very weird case, but I kinda, when I was uh, following the thing and I looked up some of it online... I thought that they would find both of them uh, not guilty, but anyways, uh, we had a lot of weird cases going on in this co- country right now. A lot, a lot, a lot, of, a lot one, of weird yeah. different murder cases. <clears throat> Hard to believe, but thanks, buddy. Okay, I'll talk to you later, Stu. See you later. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, good afternoon, Stu. Good afternoon to you. I'm trying to survive the weather. <laughs> Mm, um, I just bad. wanted to mention to people on the air something about abortion. Um, I let you know by email a week or two ago, but I had a sister die at three weeks old 
from a massive, massive, massive heart attack. She never came home from the hospital. Mm -hmm. Now we can prevent that. If a woman can have an abortion, we can prevent that human suffering. And I'm not against it altogether. Um, I want to follow up more on the air um, in the future. Can I ask you a question? Did, was, sure. Had it been determined before the child was born that she had a bad heart and was, wasn't going to well, live? Well, I'm 63. I was seven when that happened. They have the technology now to prevent that. Okay. And that's something I want to talk about. I want to talk about the College of Obstetrics and Gynecology and how the website is very, very, very advanced. We don't have what I consider minimal standards to license people to perform abortions in Connecticut. And I think that's a very important topic. I'll talk to you later. All Bye-bye. Right. See ya. There's Edotes and Dozy Dotes, and I can't get it out of my noggin. Just take a short break. WICH after the weather. Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly sunny, breezy today, only 55. Another cold night tonight with some patchy frost possible in the quiet corner as we dip to 32 to 37 inland, 39 to 43 along the shore. Sunny, breezy, another cool day tomorrow, 57, but then sunny and a little more normal on Friday with a high of 63. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. 53 degrees and sunshine. It'll be normal on Friday, but whatever that is. Hmm? 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. When you do business at Gear, Sand, and Gravel, you're doing business with a company that's been in the community for more than 60 years. Now that's a name you can trust. Founded by Dave, past his sons Rick and Tom, and now joined by third-generation Bo, Gear, Sand, and Gravel has paved the way for homeowners, do-it-yourselfers, and contractors to have the materials to do the job right. Decorative stone, gravel, crushed, and round natural stone. You name it, Gears has got it, and can even do the work for you. Site work, roads, and gravel driveways as good as new. Gears does it all. If it's topsoil you need, you need to visit Gears. They have only the best local, high-quality, farm-rich soil, mulches, and compost. You see, at Gears, it's a family company. It's a family tradition that if you're going to do something, you've got to do it right. Gears Sand and Gravel, Route 138 Griswold. Call Gears at 376-5321. 376-5321. On the web at GearsFamilyTree.com. Gear up Save for your next job. Off retail every day. Box drop, mattress and furniture. Outlet. Get it now because it may be gone tomorrow. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet is a clearance center with prices so low, our stuff flies out the door. When it's gone, it's gone. Shop in now. Limited quantities. Don't miss your chance to save. 90-day financing. No credit needed. We deliver statewide. Name brand furniture for less. Come in now. Get it now. Save now. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet in the Montville Common Shopping Center on Route 32 in Uncasville and at BoxDropShorelineCT.com. 123. Hope you're having a terrific afternoon. Hi, you're on the air. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi. I got uh, on a lighter side because I love archaeology and digging up, well, things. Now I only dig up facts, but whatever. You dig up dirt? Oh, facts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, no, I really don't want to do that. But on Sunday, October 16th, there in the um, region part of the day, there was a, a really cool article 
it, uh, titled Former New London Cop Digging Up Backyards on Treasure Hunt. Ooh. And this guy, his name is George Potts of New London. He is saving the past one yard at a time. It's his new motto for Three C's Metal Detecting Company. He started a few years back. And um thing is, he is finding really cool things. Tell me down about some of, tell me about London. some of the stuff he found. What did he find? What did he find? Well, I guess he first got started on, he got himself a metal detector, and I would recommend anybody get your hands on one of them, and you will have some fun. I had one, and they really do work. Um, he recalls finding a wedding ring for a homeowner, mm. and the time he reunited a high school senior with a lost gold chain given to him by his grandfather. Wow. He says, when I found the kid's gold chain. He almost attacked me. He was so excited. But this is what really is cool. He also discovered scores of coins. Now, everybody out there in Norwich, if you're living, well, anywhere, if you're living in a home that's older, you're going to have coins in your in your front yard, because in backyard, and even around under trees that have been there a long time. Because think, when we were all kids, I'm not saying I'm that old, but I'm saying, well, we were all kids, and we all got to play outside. I guess they don't do that much anymore, but, you know, you're tumbling around, and you might have had some change in your pocket. Well, think about the kids way back 100, 200, 300 years ago doing the same thing. So this guy, he says he discovered scores of coins, some dating back to the colonial days, like a 1787 Connecticut copper. Boom, bingo. Yeah. Colonies had their own coins before there was a national bank. So, And then he found the coin in the backyard of his parents' home. Wow. And his parents' home, I guess, if you read into the article, was like built in 69. So you think about how old New London was, you know, colonial colony. So... Anybody, but you got to be careful because the only thing that I would warn anyone about is that you got those underground lines and oh. things like that. Um, That's something to think about. Yeah, if you know you have them, some some places way out in the middle of nowhere, more than, we don't have underground electricity or anything like that, or gas lines or anything like that, but I'm telling you. So he's got his own group. I guess they will find things for you. Um, and it also says, towards the end of it, he is a member of the Brooklyn-based Awesome Relics of New England, meeting at the Brooklyn Fairgrounds to share their finds. And it is so, just so cool. He's a retired policeman, and he's also now metal detecting with a New London fire chief living a little ways away from him. And I'll tell you, if you get in a metal detector club and they have, like, times... I, I used to get Treasure Hunt magazines when we were in Oklahoma. And you know what they say? They say that there is more money in the ground like in the form of treasure coins, it lost over, hey, thousands of years. I mean, they had coins when the Egyptians were around, and Caesar. 
Um, yeah, so, more money in the ground. Let me ask you this. Uh, circulation. You said you've had some success with your uh, metal detector. Was there anything that you thought was really extraordinary that you found? Um, well, okay, this is just funny, just to show people an example of in your own backyard, okay? I go in my backyard, and I remember when I was a little kid, my mother had a clothesline all the way around the backyard, but it's, it was gone. Well, I'm going around in the same area, and all of a sudden you get a big beep, and you dig down a little, you know, you take a little butter knife or whatever, make a circle, and just pick the dirt out. And then, you know what? A whole little handful of change. And I said to myself, okay, I know what this is from. Maybe pants or something that were hung upside down and the change fell out all in one spot. Mm -hmm. They were clean anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I found 1945 um, mercury dimes in my mother's back in the backyard. And then going way out in our cow's field. I always, you know, I always like different rocks that you would think, if I would go sit on that rock, just to look out over everything, maybe somebody else did. Two different spots mm -hmm. that I metal detected around the rock, I found um, 1940s nickels in a place where I would always jump over the stone wall. I was metal detecting wherever I would go. I metal detected, because somebody else probably used the same spot. And I have only gotten back to the 40s mm -hmm. in, you know, just around here. But when I sold it, I um, needed money. I sold it. And <laughs> the first thing the guy did, I said, try it. He's just put it on the ground right by my car window and a door. <laughs> first thing it did was beep. It was a Garrett metal detector, green one, nice one. And it was a quarter in the dirt. Yeah. Just what? right there where you would get in and out of your car. I mean, but you know, down at Fort Myers, Florida, and where they had the hurricane, I'll tell you what, because of all the Spanish ships and everything that has sunk down there during time. Sure, a lot of things came up, huh? After everything is cleaned up. Anybody should go and metal detect the sand because you're going to find gold doubloons and stuff that are going to wash up. I'm not kidding. So uh, i got to go, but what were those 1940s coins worth? Anything? Uh... Oh, I, I don't know. I still have them. I, mm. I never really thought to... Um, yeah. you'd have to. I'd have to get a coin uh, magazine or a coin book. I ought to get one. Find out what they're worth now, you know. But yeah, it's, it's really neat. They really do work. But on gold, now I will tell you one thing. Gold does not beep like silver or copper or anything else. When you get another detector, you've got to set it on a special gold one because you won't pick up gold. Oh, okay. I remember weird? that. Hey, i got to run, but thank you. it's an interesting topic. Thank okay. you. Okay. see a lot of people metal detectors on the beach, and, um, you know, they'll pick something up, throw it away, pick something up, and once in a while they'll... You know, it'll just be a diamond ring or something, but they are determined.
Old Man Winter will soon be visiting your home. Get ready for him with a reliable Honda snowblower from Dubay's Tractor Center. Just off Cucumber Hill Road on the Connecticut-Rhode Island border in Danielson. Dubay Tractor Center is your premier Honda sales and service dealer. Ready to fit your needs for the right snowblower for the job. From the 7-horsepower HS720 model to the 9-horsepower HSS928 ATD track drive model, Honda's two-stage track drive snowblowers are extremely versatile, allowing for easy thumb operation to go from pavement to dirt, rock surface without any tools. Climb the stairs and clean your deck with Honda's track drive models. Save not only time, but money too. Ask about Honda's 0% for 12 months finance special. See the complete line of Honda snowblowers at Dubay's Tractor Center, 65 Dubay Drive in Danielson. Celebrating 46 years of selling and servicing the finest in outdoor equipment. Online, it's DubayTractor.com. Get more for your Medicare Dollar Connecticut with a $0 premium Medicare Advantage plan from United Healthcare. With a United Healthcare Medicare Advantage plan, it's easier than ever to get more for your Medicare Dollar, including better than ever dental, vision, over the counter, and prescription drug coverage. Take advantage. Call United Healthcare today at 1 855 296 0896. That's 1 855 296 0896. Benefits, features, and/or devices vary by plan and area. Limitations and exclusions apply. The Eastern Connecticut Symphony Orchestra. Join us for our season opening concert on Saturday, October 22nd, 7.30 p.m. at the Guard Arts Center in New London, Connecticut. The evening begins with Dvorak's symphonic overture, My Home, incorporating the song that became the Czech national anthem. Then guest soloist and Grammy Award winner Sarah Sant'Ambrogio will join the ECSO to perform Sir Edward Elgar's cello concerto in E minor. To close out the evening in festive fashion, we will hear Beethoven's Symphony No. 6, The Pastoral, which offers an emotive journey and depicts an idyllic landscape. Tickets start as low as $28 with senior discounts, with $12 tickets available for anyone under 40 and active or retired military members. For behind-the-scenes content and to learn more about this concert, visit our website at ectsymphony.com and call 860-444-7373 for tickets. Dozy dotes and lambsy dotes and little lambsy diving. All right, I gotta stop it with that song. Wouldn't you? I don't know. This was an interesting topic today that I haven't gotten to yet. We certainly do have time to do it. A group of residents are criticizing a decision by Superintendent of Schools Mary Ann Butler to remove pride flags from classrooms in the school system. While the issue was not listed on the agenda of last Thursday's Board of Education meeting, it was discussed after two residents confronted the board about the decision to remove the rainbow-colored flag, which symbolizes lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender some parents and residents, including 43rd House District Democratic candidate Ashley Galise, have now called on the school board to hold a special meeting to discuss the issue. William Hoggins of Pocketuck told the board last week, meeting, that he strongly disagrees with the decision to remove the flags, and he did not understand how it could be considered political. We're an inclusive school in an inclusive community, at least I hope we are, and doing this just set us back. It's really disappointing. 
I really don't understand how a few people can push the agenda, he said. I'm thinking a lot about this topic. How about you? Butler said in an email Monday that the issue arose when a parent expressed a concern about a pride flag in the classroom and asserted it was a violation of the district's policy on political materials in the classrooms. Policy bans the display or distribution of political materials during school hours unless they are used for educational purposes and further requires that materials be presented in an unbiased, objective way. Butler also said other individuals have expressed, however, that pride flags are not political, but rather a symbol intended to promote acceptance and inclusion. I don't know. I was thinking, does that separate people? I mean, we're all created equal. We shouldn't be prejudiced against anyone. We should judge people by their character. And is it a divisive thing to put on gay pride flags in the classroom? Separating people. Now, if somebody is gay in school or this or that, and they're bullied, that should be addressed immediately. Go right to the principal's office and discuss it. Discuss it in class. But what about the flags? Should the flags be up there? That's a pretty uh, interesting uh, debate. I've been pondering a little bit today. Maybe you want to discuss it with about 20 minutes left on the program. In 2020, Ms. Olsen and her colleagues in Hartford voted into law the Police Accountability Act. Removing qualified immunity allows anyone to file lawsuits against our heroes serving in law enforcement, leaving our community more vulnerable and our fellow citizens less protected. I say enough is enough. It's time for a change. This November 8th, vote Pietro Rocchi Camardella for state senate. My name is Pietro Rocchi Camardella, and I have approved this message. Paid for by Rocky for CT9. WICH AM and FM Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s Your home for personality radio 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM Welcome to the program You're on the air Good afternoon, Stoke Yes, sir I just climbed into my truck <clears throat> And I had the radio on And I would like to comment on this uh, flag the, bit. The pride flags, yes. Yes. Uh, what business do we have putting a flag with gay people in the classroom? Well, it represents um, representation of gay people. There's no... That's all it is. It's a... Gay pride flag. I don't know what it looks like, but it's probably a lot of different colors. Mm-hmm. But why do we introduce the gay subject in classrooms where children are d- trying to study reading, writing, and arithmetic when they instead they're studying gay pride, uh, acceptance, and all these other criteria? Well. And kind of with you, I don't, I don't agree on the flags. I do agree that if somebody is uh, doing something against a person that's gay, or, and then there should be a discussion in the classroom how we're all equal and um, 
should never do that. But as part of putting up flags, I don't know. I just think it may divide people, but I could be wrong. And that's well, what I think. When, <laughs> when you were in a class in your uh, kindergarten days or in your sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, did you ever discover uh, discuss anything involving sex? Not in my early grades, that's for sure. Come to think of it, not in my later grades either. Hmm. No, that's right. You didn't. It wasn't a subject to be discussed. Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, in our days, um, you could probably get arrested if a teacher went on and on about it. But um, right. I don't know. Hmm. But the, no wonder I didn't have a prom date. That wasn't the purpose of education back then. It shouldn't be now. But do we have no reason to discuss sex education in the classroom? Well, that's why I'm against things like critical race theory, because what it does is make people of color feel less than, and they shouldn't, and people who are white feel like they should have something to be ashamed of, even though it had nothing to do with the persecution. So um, I get pretty deep on that. Hey, thanks for your opinion on it. See ya. Okay. Hi, welcome to the program. Hello, good afternoon. Speak or forever hold your peace. Oh, hello. Sir. Hello, yes. Hello there. Hi. Uh, I hear, I, I couldn't agree more with the gentleman uh, who was just on. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the reason I called is there was a time uh, when I re- was about to retire, I I. You know, I needed to some clarification on different types of, you know, health care advantage programs that were out there. And there are many in Connecticut to choose from. But you don't, it's not bundled well for, for people. Uh, I could be mistaken, but I was fortunate enough to uh, be uh, referred to a, to a, a a small businessman and uh, husband and wife and daughter that run a a business that helps people. They they they're versed in all of the programs, and 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 I don't mean uh, so they're a broker of sorts. They don't charge you anything. They're paid by the companies uh, that that he's uh, and he's licensed with all the companies. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was. You know, I don't know how I would have done it otherwise. I they contact you every every year about the times that are coming or if there's differences. But peop, everybody has a different set of circumstances as to depending on their age or their their medical condition and so forth. So he basically helps tailor the program that's right for you. And you could change. It could change uh, next year. But I just did this recently, a, a recent evaluation with him, and uh, there really, there really are many to choose from, and many have different, you know, many different levels of whatever care or uh, uh, whatever pro- whatever you need for medical. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, I don't know whether or not I can, you know, can use his name or not his name, but his so you say that or, you, it doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't cost you a thing. No, you, you you can do it over the phone. 
uh, introduce yourself, and you know, and Barry or Donna will uh, advise. They've been in business for some time yeah, now, yeah. but they'll advise you um, <clears throat> what's out there. Uh, give you uh, you know a way to research it yourself if you want to compare one program against the other. Uh, but again, the, what I like uh, is that he understands all of the programs that are in Connecticut, and uh, you know, and, and you make the decision. You don't have he's. You don't. He doesn't pay. You don't pay him a dime, um, and uh, that's, that's the way they work. I never knew of this uh, opportunity until someone. No, listen. I I don't mind ago. you sharing uh, how somebody can get a hold of these people and you get some ideas. I you know that's okay if it's helped you. Oh, I I, I recommend. Uh, well, I'll give you the. It's Healthcare Associates, mm-hmm. Marble, Connecticut. And uh, there's Barry, Donna, and uh, his, her, his daughter, their daughter, that, that run the place. And I'll give you a number, a phone number that helps people. Sure, sure. It's eight six zero two nine five nine three five zero. Well, thanks for taking the time. Um, you know, we're here if we can help somebody make life better. And uh, I'm glad it was good for you. Well, you know, I, I. Like everybody else, uh, things will come in the mail. This is this is the prime season for all these different plans that are out there to position their their products in front of you, whether it's on TV or uh, radio or wherever it happens. And uh, you just say, "Gosh, it's it's." I'm not versed in this in this uh, particular field at all. So every little bit helps. And when you have somebody who can walk you through based on what your needs are. It's a it's a welcome a welcome uh, welcoming uh, deal. So then again, it's eight six zero. I'm not getting anything out of this other than the satisfaction of helping somebody who might be as mm-hmm. dumbfounded about the whole thing as I was. But eight six zero two nine five nine three five zero. Hey, thanks. You have a great day. Thanks for that. All the best. You too. Hi, Hi welcome. You're on the air. Hey, hey. Good afternoon, Stu. Good afternoon, Joey. Yeah, man, and like I said, when I went to school, in high school, 7 through 9 was junior high, and then you had 10 through 12 was senior high. In ninth grade, and I took shop class in, in the junior high, and I went to boat tech, and that's why I got a lot of experience in different things outside of being in my Navy career. But I remember Miss Me- Mrs. Metzger, she was a gym teacher, but she also taught some periods of home economics. A lot of the women, the girls, they, you know, home economics, you know, cooking and all that stuff and economics, that kind of stuff. But it was mandatory. We had to do a week with her, and she did. She talked about sex, but there was never no homosexuality, nothing, nothing like Basically, what she was doing was teaching us just the birds and the bees were coming of the age and recognizing, you know, a guy and a girl. And it was pretty fundamental, really. When we all, we were, we, us guys, we got a kick out, but it was, you know, we had, we had to do it. And, uh, but it was interesting and all, but we didn't have none of what's going on in today's world. Too how old? How and, old uh, were you? How old but, were you when uh, she talked well, about I, that? I was seventeen when I graduated high school. because I, I started early. My mom started me at five years old. I never went to kindergarten. So you went I to. I was born in November. You got to talk about me the in first grade when I was five. Talk, I turned yeah, okay, six. so you talked about the birds and the bees when you were seventeen. 
Well, yeah, no, I was probably, I don't know, I didn't have my driver's license. Wait, I didn't even have my driver's license. I was probably about 15, 14, okay. 15 mm-hmm. in ninth grade. Yeah, parents didn't talk too much about sex. No, my parents never discussed that. That was never on the table, man. It was never even brought up in our home no, at Not all. on the table, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so, but yeah, but that's, that's as far as it ever went in school that I can remember. That one week, it was like home economics, and then we, we did cooking and different things like that, and etiquette and stuff, you know, hospitality. It was, it was different back then, but it was all clean, and it was real, and it was, you know, right, it was just good. But like today, what I hear and all what's going on, and that guy just on the phone there, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just, I was raised differently, Stu, and I, mm-hmm. you know, I knew right from wrong. I don't know. All right, listen, that's, uh, they're very delicate uh, subjects, and um, I'm glad we're talking about it. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, hey, well, real quick, Stu, uh, is Keith Seal going to be on Friday for s- you? scheduled to be on, yes. Okay, and Danny O, have you ever got a hold of him? I haven't talked to him in a while, no. Uh, all right, I well, hope you get a hold of him someday. Keep, keep him, you know, just let us know what's going on, all right, bro? Okay, buddy, thank you. Later, man. Hi, right, WICH, you're on. Stu, uh, Voice of Reason. Yes, Voice of Reason. <laughs> I had a thought after speaking with you on the way home from Providence today, especially in view of the people who are calling in talking about the increase in prices for gas and oil heating and stuff. They can thank Donald Trump, all of the Americans, by voting out the Democrats November 8th because he is the one that had the foresight to buy all of the uh, fuel that they were currently using to keep the prices down so we can all afford to go get gasoline in our cars. All right, so you're back home from Providence. I'm heading to the Great Neck Country Club from uh, 3, actually from 2 to 3 o'clock. They're having their second today uh, going over the Aetna Insurance, which all state retirees will be having effective January the 1st. Oh, okay. So a I little... missed the one this morning when I took Todd to Providence. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to this one now, and it looks like parking is at a premium. Okay. So how about this? Aetna is taking over. state of Connecticut is saving something like $40 billion by switching it over from United Healthcare to Aetna for the state of Connecticut retirees. Sounds like a good deal. Saving $40 billion. Holy yes, smokes. All right, well, I'll let you go, but I just want to make sure that the people understand <clears throat> that even though uh, President Biden and his crew is reducing uh, or keeping the price of the gas down, it's not because of him. It's because Donald Trump had the foresight to buy and store all these reserves should we need it. All right. Enjoy the day. Thank you. Okay. Marizy dotes and dozy dotes, and uh, we lost somebody on the line. Call back, 889-5252, and you would be next on the program. Our WICH weather is uh, good, but getting warmer as the week progresses. I know it's 53. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Um, I think that uh, the public schools should be kept American and uh Public, I don't think they should get into sex. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, schools are a little different. They have a little different curriculum, I think. But 
but not the public schools. We should be American and and and, and not have this uh, sex business going on in the schools. Well, I don't think pride f- flags helps anything. Uh, to me, it no. divides people. Like, oh, they're those people, and we're yeah, the right, we're all right. people. That's so right. I feel the same way that you do. And it's, it's I, and, dividing know. them. You know, I mean, I think they they should be kept American. Yeah. And uh, let's just leave this other stuff out of it. Yeah, what your sexual feelings are, they're your business, and no, right? nobody right. should be persecuted <laughs> because of it. Yeah. I wouldn't put up with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. But okay. The, the private schools are a little different, and that's that's what they are. But the, the American school, American public school, should not be into that. That's my opinion. Thank you for your opinion. Okay. See you later. Yeah. Hello, welcome to the program. Yeah, hi. Hi. Hi, Stu. Hi. That cute little lady that calls all the time. I, I kind of agree. I mean, the American flag's in the classroom. It's always been in the classroom. If you want to put a gay pride flag outside your house, or like the Kwanzaa flags, sure. or, you know, That's you know whatever nationality you are outside of your house, We've got an Irish and an Italian flag outside of our house. Great. <laughs> just Nobody, hanging on our deck just for fun. But when Nobody you're should school, care. Nobody should care. My husband's a teacher. You still pledge allegiance to the flag. You're here in the United States. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But the other thing, you brought this topic up many times before about the sex education in school. I am 60, and I went to uh, school in Waterford, in Clark Lane Junior High, and we had sex education um, in 7th and 8th grade. And like... Um, uh, Joey was saying, all we did was laugh and giggle because he actually drew pictures of anatomy on the board oh, yeah. and pretty much just said, this is a man, this is a woman, this is that. It wasn't too graphic. It was just kind of like really basic. But for me, it's like I didn't need to know that in school. My mom taught me young when I was 11. She wow, said, your mom was ahead of the game. Good well, for her. I've, I've discussed this before on another topic, the same thing. I said, she just said, you know, a man and a woman, when they love each other, then they're ready to be together, and and then you have a family. And I didn't get it, you know, but it's like, just, mm-hmm. I mean, like when we were young kids in elementary school, the girls got a movie in, um, in gym class, and it was the book, um, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and that is about a woman uh, getting her um, monthly cycle. <laughs> Yeah, I remember in when my... Si- and I was in sixth grade, I remember that, in the gymnasium at the auditorium. Just the girls went, mm-hmm. and there was a film on it, and I talked to girls my age, and they were like, I remember that. Yeah, what was... And that's The, the parents should tell their, their girls about that, otherwise it scares them to death. You well, know? and then if you get, you, get, you get told at school that this is the movie that they're showing your children today, mm-hmm. if you don't want them to go, then don't, don't see it. Yeah. Um... But the flag thing, it's like, you know, everyone should be able to wave whatever flag they want. I'm not prejudiced either. Go right ahead. Um, and basically, it's a, a multicolored flag. It almost looks like a rainbow no, flag. It's, a pretty, it's all different it's colors. It's a very it's pretty flag, funny. but I think uh, it divides people. I don't think it brings them together. I, that's the way I look at it. But I sure. know, and it, but it's almost like when people put uh, the rebel flag mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. something on their lawn. Well, I wouldn't do that, but, yeah, but no, we've got taught sex education in school, but it was so, like, not even worth your time, so I don't even think they do that anymore, and, and this was junior high, and like I said, I'm 60, so it was 74 and 75. 
Joey, if you listen, and that's that's when my time was when we got that talk in school. <laughs> but my parents taught us, so. Well, um, my parents didn't do any teaching on that, and uh, I was afraid of storks <laughs> on the porch. Uh, all right. Did you find um, the Adams Family thing? No, I didn't. I know I have it no. in here somewhere, but thanks. Uh, no big deal. I'll see you soon. See you Talk later. to you soon. Have a good rest yep, of your show. Bye. Too. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi. You're a busy guy. Busy guy, lots of things. Yep. Yeah, now I'm, now I'm home. I don't have my husband struggling with the, with the death thing. Um, yeah, there's a little print on the bottom. You don't need a pen, <laughs> I think. But anyway, um, I was going to talk about, um, I'd, I'd read articles this week about um, knowledge and, and providing activities for the kids. My husband grew up in Franklin. I grew up in Preston. The, the organized activities were limited. You needed to make activities and, and find things to do on your own. And we did, you know, and there, that's what, you know, we, we can't have the government give, give everything. But anyway, the president was on um, TV today blaming the oil companies for the gas prices. Of course, he said the gas prices are lowering, which he doesn't get gas, so he doesn't know they've been going higher. Um, and um, he's going to release more barrels of oil from our reserve. Thereby, I mean, it's supposed to be there for emergencies. It's not supposed to be there because, you know, he wants. He just wants to do it. Um, when When... President Trump was president. He tried to um, buy fill the the reserve. No, he did a he did a pretty good job in that area. Yeah, listen, I, Democrats wouldn't let him. I hope you call me tomorrow because I'm really getting bit by the He's clock here. Away. I know. Okay. It was hard to get in. I've been trying for a half hour, but well, anyway. Um, hopefully yeah. tomorrow. Well, hopefully. Will hey. you have any guests tomorrow? Uh, after one o'clock, just for a little bit. All right. It's well, about something new in Norwich. Of, uh, everybody can get a, all right, thank anyway, you. Hopefully I'll be able to get it. All okay. right, thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Okay, dads, it's time to do the cabbage patch, the running man, or something more contemporary, the floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. All right, everybody, please be kind to each other. And uh, this time, Glenn Campbell will sing it for you right now. Listen closely. Standing by the road With a heavy load From the seeds he sowed And if you see your sister Falling by the way Just stop and say well, You're going the wrong way well, You've got to try A little kindness Yes, show a little kindness Let's shine your light For everyone to see And the kindness 
calls today. Jimmy Fallon follows the news with his talk show. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich. 94.5 W233 DV in Norwich. We're on FM too. 